Last time on Icon, our three adventurers coalesced onto an inconspicuous roadside inn on their way to their destination, the port town of Miraday. Zephyr managed to add to the numbers of his cadre of animal friends and acquired a mysterious egg as a reward for becoming a farmhand for a day. Andrealphus received a puzzling divination related to some future retribution and crossed paths with a mysterious red moth syndicate. And Mantrax received an odd gift from a hooded stranger, a glowing green eye that refers to itself as Pablo. Where will the road take our adventurers off a fresh head of sleep? Find out today on The Ruin. Me, what happened last time? Well, you know what happened last time, I just told you. Yes. Thank you for saving me work. Yes. I think I'll probably re redo that in post, because I feel like I need to, to get a better structure going. I'm a little I'm a little frazzled, but let's uh in keep with the with tradition. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again uh to the mo to uh the most uh esteemed icon podcast all on the land in the land. Ruin Runners is back, and this time we are cooking with gas. Uh, after being handed a strange series of uh, after being handed a strange series of events, the party has become familiar uh, a little bit more familiar with the uh, narrative action system and what to expect from it. Uh, additionally. We learned that Korak's curse extends Oof. no matter what rule system we're using. Not Even necessarily true. Not necessarily true. As you've seen, he actually does, did have managed to get a couple of things, including a mysterious egg that he can actually progress, uh, which is now his uh, uh, level six ambit, his uh, six action ambition that he can progress uh, as soon as we begin our next interlude. It should be happening at the start. So, after receiving your well-earned rest, you all emerge you all emerge from your rooms to a very not to a nice soothing morning. The weather hasn't quite uh, the sun hasn't quite gotten up yet. Uh, so there's this sense of uh, so there's this a remaining chilliness in the air, uh, paired up with like the uh, soothing rays of the morning sun. You see pe people, uh, you know, the uh, farm hands get up, get up for work, but it's surprisingly quiet. Otherwise, um, perfect exact, perfect for your um, for your tendencies if you're one to uh, prefer quieter spaces. Uh, the only thing you note, the, the only major notice of movement you see is people getting uh, pushed onto the trader wagons, all lined up as some sort of wheeled centipede, sort of ready to go trudge along outside this roadside inn once more. I believe, uh... Centipede beast of burden, huh? Um, meh. Uh, it's not a literal centipede, Rex. I meant uh, figuratively, as in, mm -hmm. look, oh, okay. look, all the wagons are lined up. Okay, I thought, 
I wasn't sure how weird high fantasy we were going. I thought people that's were later. riding a giant. No, don't worry. That's okay, later. That's it. that exists in uh -oh. this setting, but not not here. Good to know. Uh, um, yes, you can see. Uh, yeah, you can see some of the and the people you helped out uh, on the previous day, just sort of hanging about, having their breakfast. Including but not limited to the uh, the fine uh, mandrel beast folk, Moe, ready to uh, move on alongside you. So you guys headed to Meriday after this, huh? Yeah, unfortunately, that bike only fit one, and also it doesn't work anymore. Yeah. Rest in peace. It was a good five minutes while I was able to ride you. Pretty uncommon sight outside of imperial, of uh, imperial, you know. Mandate. Didn't ex certainly something I didn't expect to see. Where do you come from, anyway? Well, about a month's worth of travel inland. Oh man, that's good. That's a yeah. I'm freshwater, so hmm. this is gonna be a hell of a, uh, a hell of a change of pace for me. Eh. As long as you get used to the smell, it shouldn't bother you. Or I guess stay far away from the port. It's a uh, different strokes for different folks type situation. I know I certainly don't like the smell of the sea when there are ships are around it. So I built my so I built my church a little far toward land. Most worried about being able to see anything from all the salt in my eyes. Mm. So. Uh, you guys have the opportunity to get up on the uh, the hydra's back on the wagon and uh, make your way toward uh, Meriday as soon as you, as you arrive, and should give you guys some time for uh -huh. an interlude. An interlude, as you know, is a space and time where you guys may pursue am any and all ambitions and. You know, just generally recover all of your stat, all of your stats. You know, all your health is recovered, all your effort, all your strain. If it otherwise wasn't, uh, if you have a burden, you may also tick them. You may also attempt to heal them, uh, but that is neither for this time, but maybe for another time, when you finally have burdens to, uh, you know, heal. But it allows you a strange, a newfound, uh, you know, liberty in that you can finally get a chance to converse with you, uh, with your fellow friends, your newfound uh, companions, as you make your way toward Meriday City. As you know, it will take a little bit of time to get there. Hey guys, check this out, I say, and I pull out the eyeball. <clears throat> Hello, I'm Pablo. Would you like to find the rest of me? What in the world is that? You I know see. as much as I do. Actually, I know a little bit more. Uh, but it's not much. Oh, okay. Actually, but it's not much. Uh, a cat, uh, A cat person gave it to you. Oh, right. That happened, like, in a flashback as I was yeah. uh, doing work on the bike, yes, I think. Yes, it was some sort of uh, horse... It, it was some sort of horse... Uh, horse person 
with a with a large poncho and an even more uh, iconic looking hat. Uh, they sort of left it in your care and and uh, rushed toward the horizon, never to be seen again. Oh, by the way, who was that lady who uh, who gave you to me? Hi, I'm Pablo. You want to find the rest of me? Oh, you can't say anything but that, can you? Hi, I'm Pablo. Want to find the rest of me? Which which animal is that, Korak? The Angry Birds. Seagull? Okay, that also, True. yeah, that checks. True. Let's suppose you have any idea where the rest of you would be, would you? Hi, he repeats I'm the Pablo. same no, sentence okay. he keeps saying. Hi, I'm Paul. Do you have any opinions on, on determinism versus free will, Pablo? Hi, I'm Pablo. Want to find the rest of me? That's what I thought. How dare you think I'm just so... Does it seem like he's reacting or changing the delivery of that sentence at all, or is it the same it feel, phrasing it, it feels, and emphasis This feels pretty automated. You you uh, are looking at this thing. It doesn't really... It can't really emote at all, seeing as it's an eye. Uh, but whatever voice you hear from it feels very distant and automated. This is... There, there's no real interacting with this thing as far as you're concerned. Hmm. Head on, apply directly to the forehead. Awesome. Take it off. Now. Or I'll take you off. Alright, and I start taking off my clothes. Oh, well. No, no, I don't do That's that. Fit. That's fair. I do loosen my scarf and shove it inside, though. Alright. Oh, yeah, by the way, you have... I don't uh... suppose any of you have any other pieces of that thing, do you? Oh, yeah. I am me. You... you also get your, uh... Your new, uh, your, uh... Very how nice. Do you, how do I say this? Yeah, your, uh... Little, uh... Provisionary uh, If you scroll icons. down, um, my character is For wearing the, the By Any Means Necessary mm -hmm. shirt. Yes. Mm-hmm. Your funny little bird. Nice. Get the drip. So, in regards oh, to this goodness. interlude, what else can we do besides doing ambitions? There we go. I, I am back up and running again. Sorry, I just, oh, for well, some reason... Thankfully, you hadn't said anything yet. So, uh, let's do another sync test that Chills can use to put my audio together. Oh, no. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Fair. So, uh, three, two, uh, pause the one, of... sync. Sync. Three, two, okay. one. Okay, okay. Sing. Yeah, I'll just make a note of this while there editing. That should be good. Yes. Sorry, right. I at Sing. least noticed it before. Okay. okay. Sing. Not 30 minutes yeah. in or an hour so, in. So, yeah, as far as interludes go, you guys can, can just sort of, um, yeah, you can build, yeah. heal, and learn. So essentially, just now, yeah, uh, that's good. Attempt to uh, use whatever action ratings you have to uh, build toward your uh, ambitions, heal your burdens, converse with each other about thing things that you want to do, like maybe get new ambitions, talk about them. You can uh, get into. You can attempt to, uh, you know, you can heal your burdens and strain if you haven't already. 
We can flirt. We can. We only just met. Give it time. What do you mean? I'll, you can do this with Shadowheart. All you have to do is pet the dog. Is that true? <laughs> oh. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I just found the uh, the uh, interlude oh section. Goodness. So, all right, yeah. So we can also get started on, yes, on new. Yes, get started on right? a, a new expedit on a new expedition, as well as get started on new ambitions that you might uh, want to set aside for yourselves. And we don't have any group ambitions yet, do no, we? No, not yet. Seeing as you've all just met. And I thought it would reason- be good to uh, and continue, uh, you know, to converse and establish something since you all be will be traveling for a little bit of time. Yeah. So before any of the uh, crafting work, I guess I'll um, note what the rest of the game plan is. Okay. So when we get to the city, um, I know a guy. Okay. Do they know? Does he know anything? I don't even know what voice I gave Spear. Oh no! Yeah, that was the right like voice. I think. And gravelly. How dare you make? How, how do you make this innocent forest creature hurt? I will grab you and shove you into yes. the dirt. That was more like what you were doing. Yes, that. Yeah, that that kind of sounds like. I think this is close. I mean, this might well, this sound a bit more like a keel, but I mean, I don't know. I miss PTU. It's just about what we got. I miss Shora. That's what you had, yeah. Shores heel here. You could just go to a farm upstate where all the people in Alabama can run free and play. <laughs> yes. Right. I know a guy. Uh, he could set us up with tickets. Might be a couple hiccups on the way there, but I do know a guy who could set us up. All right. So you can so you can establish that kind of hmm. ambition as well. All right. I'm not sure if I need to use an ambition for that because I have, as the bond feature I unlocked, fruitful. You have a contact or family uh, member in every right, populated right. location. Describe this person with a GM and pick one. Choose carefully. Not in trouble with the law. Reliable. Won't need a favor. All right, so pick one. So describe it to me, that this person to me, and then pick one. Uh, before I do that, let me check with everyone else. Which one do you think we should pick? Uh, what were the options? Not in trouble with the law, mm-hmm. reliable, won't need a favor. Probably not in trouble with the law would be quite good. Can... I say reliable. For this early on, yeah, because it sounds like there is some kind of int- intrigue going on, and it would be best not to get tangled up in more of that than we need to this before we have anything established or any tools to mm-hmm. use to bypass social bullshit. So, not in trouble with the law, then. And as for a description, uh, this person... I'm gonna say this is the person... Yeah, they're a butterfly folk. Hmm. Um, I used to write some correspondence with them as part of an inventor's guild. We had, like, a little system of, uh, rapid transmission magical letters, um... Unfortunately, it was a bit limited due to several international in- intercity incidents, but. And I haven't spoken with them in like a year or so, but. Why are you. I think that. They probably have enough of a, um, of, of a slush fund going from their own pursuits. They were pretty good with 
a lot of the same tech that I work with hmm. to be able to help us get set All up right. a ticket. Um, in that case, um, Mantrax, roll me a d6. Actually, you have... Um, let me check. Yeah, yeah, roll me a d6. Uh, would it be 2d6? Because the Fruitful gives me a die on any actions where your contact could yeah, help sure, you. Yeah, you know, sure. Or is yeah, it separate from that? Yeah, 2d6 keep the highest. Okay. All right, oh, nice. Grace, that's a six. Excellent. No complications. Nice. You remember this person at... Uh, this is mostly just so... Uh, this is a person you have uh, kept a lot of contact with over the past few years. Uh, they haven't really drifted too far from their initial uh, vocation. You guys don't have a lot of... You haven't disagreed... You guys haven't been in disagreement with each other for a while. So you're pretty confident that what you say is what you're going to get. As and he's a butterfly folk, so he looks like this. Cool. All right. So, uh, in that case, that seems like a pretty good uh, idea. Let's try to establish this, um, establish the idea, idea for this expedition. What is it that you're trying to do? So, the expedition is to the Arkan Ruin itself off the coast, right? The expedition is to, uh, well, depends what you guys are trying to do at the moment. But what are you most interested in, uh, where are you most interested in going in war? Like, particularly why you're interested in Meridae as a city. Uh, I don't give a crap about Meridae as a city. I want the thick, juicy, lost yes. treasure. So, but if there's one thing you know about this place, is that it is heavily guarded. You've, you've heard the rumors uh, before coming here. This place is swarming with the Blue Crown, which is the, uh, which is the armed forces of the empire of this, uh, of this, uh, of our settings empire. Uh, they've been occupying the city of Meridae for a while now, particularly because they are searching for something within the inside of this Arkan ruin that lay that uh, lay close by the city. And that's something you're going to have to deal with uh, as soon as you are as soon as you are within city perimeter. Do you have a fate? I do have fake paperwork and stuff as part of my uh, kit, but that isn't going to immediately solve things. That's just yes, an accident. You'll probably assist. have to deal with, uh, with the armed forces, known also as the Burbidians, due to their uh, clam-shaped uh, armor. Ah. Can't be a fantasy setting without a bunch of made-up yes. names. I think that if we're also doing communal definition of goals, then... I think in in order to get to the Arkan Ruins, you mentioned it was off the coast. Well, we needed to take a ship there. Uh, right? No, I mentioned it was close to the. Uh, it was close to town, not that it was off the coast. Okay, and the guy I established might be able to assist us with that via some form of inventions, or he's helping us uh, as a further asset to. Skip through some red tape and or help us sneak in illicitly. Or they could help you sneak out. 
or th- actually, yeah, I think it might be good to to have them help us plan an exit. But for getting in, I think I I upped my sneak by one. I'm pretty confident that sure. should be enough. Anyone else have anything to add for communal definitions of the trip? Hmm. Any other goals? I'm trying to think. Any communal definitions? Yes. Uh, You're. Uh, one thing that comes to mind is regarding the ore that uh, that Zephyr right. mentioned. Oh yeah, true. Rock, that's you. I mentioned it, and that that was it. Right. No one asked any questions. I didn't remember. We could ask those questions now. <laughs> uh, one thing I could, one thing that I could mention about it is the following. <clears throat> so, Zephyr has been searching for a particular type of mineral. Uh, this mineral is uh, typically lost to time. Is uh, typically lost to. To time at this stage, but the Arkan Lords were known to covet the precious and unobtainable. As such, it, beneath the treasure vaults of these uh, long lost spaces is a place where he might have luck, uh, where he might uh, have good fortune in finding that which he seeks. Okay, so it's not something you could find in the marketplace. Yes. No. No, it can't. Yes. Right. So, we're going to have to go through the city itself, though, in order to get to my guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that all we need to do for planning this expedition? Are there any other prompts we need well, to I'm answer? I'm trying to get uh, a feel for what you guys are trying to do. Uh, for, so, first, okay. we, define, we define your goal. Uh... We play, we play to answer this question. You know, what will you guys do to get... Ah, what okay. will you guys do uh, to get there eventually? And uh, if you'll be successful, we'll see. Uh, we don't need to have an okay. answer yet. Just have an idea of how you guys might get there. We're on yeah. a wagon. I'm on a boat. Not yet. A wagon, a wagon boat yes. seems like an effective. So way yeah, you guys are all in search of one uh, of some particular thing, S- some of which you might find you might find in your uh, in your quest. Uh, Mantrax wants to find Arkan, wants to find Arkan relics, and perhaps figure out the mystery between uh, the mystery of what Pablo's deal is. Uh, uh, Zafir wants to find the uh, the tier of the goddess, and what does Andre want to do? Andre wants to restore the honor back to his family's name. He wants a cookie. That's all Andre no. wants. No, Andre just wants a cookie. No, and two cookies. Who, Still and no. Who was it that took the honor? Three cookies. And who was it that took away the honor of your family name? Uh, that would have been a uh, a group of eagle beast folk. Right. Now, the Raynaud Empire is a really 
is a surprisingly mobile empire, despite being stationed so far close to uh, so far closest to the ocean. Uh, they seem to move about seemingly in accordance to the ne- to necessity, and they have had you know their eyes on a lot of conflict over the on a lot of conflicts over the uh, over over the years. If you manage to interrogate a higher officer, you might be able to get to get closer to uh, to uh, finding out more about where you can find one of these uh, eagle tribesmen. Hmm. Then again. That might also be followed by the need to uh, charter a boat and get the hell out of this island. Or get the hell out of this city. Mm-hmm. But you'll get there when you get there. So, with the, goal is, with the goal is established, choose some custom rules if applicable. You have preset frameworks, tools, special actions, and custom expedition rules for running particular expedition types. Uh... On page 20, you can find stuff. But I can always run an expedition without a type and just improvise, which I feel would be best for this situation. Next, okay. you define the number of camps. What does that mean? Before characters embark on an expedition, the GM sets the amount of times characters can camp. Supplies to camp uh-huh. in the wilderness are limited. And time is usually short. Camping lets characters heal and fully and fully recuperate. For a short or, t- or time-limited expedition, characters won't be able to camp. For other expeditions, characters should gain the ability to camp once for every three combat encounters. This, to me, feels like a short or time-limited expedition as you guys are pretty much running against uh, the clock of these uh, Imperials finding what they were looking for before you do. Okay, so we only get the one camp then. Uh, no, you won't camp be able to camp at all. Oh, I see. And in other expeditions, characters should gain the ability to camp over once for every three combat encounters. Uh, the GM expects them to go through, so once for every one to three encounters, and twice for every four to six, or if there is less tactical combat, once for every three major obstacles the GM expects them to go through. Characters can camp at any time they have an hour or so and enough safety in which to do so. Next up, set your job and abilities if you expect tactical combat, which I let you know there is. Yeah. Uh, reset your character. Your character reheals all wounds, all HP, all strain, unticks all effort, and chooses a kit for their expedition. Just about the only thing you don't do is heal burdens. And then define rewards. All expeditions normally reward 6 XP and 3 dust if they're successful, but if there are extra rewards possible, define them here. Uh... I'm not really going to prompt these kinds of rewards because I want to leave them a mystery, but I can tell you, you will be leaving that, uh, uh, you will be leaving the Ark in Ruins with 
a new thing, a new cool thing to look forward to in the future. Yay! And then, right. finally, set out. Don't worry about how you get there or over planning. Get your feet on the road and cut to the action. And so... So we only get one chance per expedition to pursue individual um, ambitions. Yes, then? that would be right now. And then after the okay. expedition is, is that expedition is done, which would come uh, probably next session or at the end of this one. Before we do that, um, we are kind of riding by the coast, right? Yes, you guys are riding. You you guys are riding by the coast, or what's becoming the coast. You can see the ocean sort of gliding by. Uh, you know, the the beach sort of forming up. Who wants to go fishing? Mm -hmm. Well, let's see. You are at a particular spot at the front of this. Um, of this wagon trail and you're confident that you can fish something up really quickly and then just sort of catch back up with the rest of the with the rest of the convoy so yes this would be applicable all right is everyone okay if i make the first roll? that is i pick that is fine with me i pick this for chills since i know you like fishing games so much Okay, 1d6 to start with. All right, there let me go. go. Kind and full of grace. No! What do you got? Oh! Ha, ha, one! Ha, 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 ha. Unfortunate. One. The line has snapped. No result. Ah. Oh. Uh-huh. Such is life. Zephyr is going to come up and say, Manthrax, that's not how you fish. Let me show you how we do it on the aisles. Uh, I am going one to one character can fish. Oh, the line is snapped. Unfortunately, yes. yeah, very unfortunate situation. Oh no, no, this, this oh, it's it's a really long rod. It takes a really good long time to, and we can see as the camera pans back. I literally did not leave the wagon when I went to fish. This was a comically wide fishing line that went down a long what? cliff all the way into the oh, water. Yes. It takes a lot of time to get that much fishing line, unfortunately. Oof. The fish mockingly jump up and down. The fish flip yes. me off. Unfortunate. I'm going to channel my frustration into this, into tinkering with this eyeball. All right. Manthrax will remember this. So I guess I'm rolling a tinker check All right. then. Or tinker. Give me uh, the roll. Uh... uh could I could I spend effort on this? I don't remember. I think you are just. I don't think you can. You're always you're always going to be uh, making progress toward this um, toward this, regardless of role. I guess in this case, I am trying to. Since it's not going to say jack shit, I'm looking at this thing's construction, maybe trying to. Disassemble and reassemble it. See if I could get any more clue of this its is origins. A ten segment ambition. So go ahead and roll me. Uh, so okay, oh pursue ambitions. When you have a clear goal or project in mind, or you want to obtain something, i.e., power, allies, dust, access, or information. So probably information. You can write it as an ambition. An ambition could be anything from crafting a magic sword, researching into long forgotten civilizations, simply pursuing personal growths. 
or bringing together an alliance to fight a monster invasion. Uh, I decide if the ambition is possible, which, what did, it, what did you say exactly you wanted to do? I'm trying to disassemble and reassemble it to see if I can find any more clues of its origin. Well, since you are an expert in dealing with this kind of technology, it would be pretty easy to assemble or disassemble it. So I'm going to define it instead as a four-step ambition instead of a oh, instead of a, okay. a, a ten. Uh, okay, so I'll just go ahead and move those to different segments then. Mm -hmm. I in I interior, I yes. suppose. Then mission will be. Uh, I decide how hard the ambition will be to accomplish, and I did. Uh, and you guys can. Uh, all pursue your individual ambitions. I would like to see what this egg is doing. All right. What are you going to roll for me? Okay. Uh, A five. Ooh. Okay. While you decide on what to roll, let's go over what uh, this happens. Two, so you fill two segments on it. Uh, you begin making... You begin making your rounds on this thing. Uh, this is delicate work. Not something you're typically super used to because you're more of a machinist and this thing is a lot more, um, you know, it, this, this thing is a lot more utilitarian. It, it feels almost like an art piece when you go examine it. But tech is still, architect is still architect and you can, and you manage to fiddle about pretty prodigiously throughout its circuitry and uh, the little spots. You feel like you're pretty close to getting, you know, to getting a better idea of where it comes from. But as a tip, you've managed to at least figure out that this thing is uh, meant to be some sort of prosthetic. Huh. Not what I expected from something that introduced itself by name. Uh, I am going to use sense. Mm -hmm. I now, how high? <laughs> ah, I see. Your sense zero. is zero, so you would oh. uh, roll me the Wait. me two and give me the lowest. Wait, why do I have? Why did I put myself as two cents? Oh, that was because it was a different thing. I. I don't... Are you on the wrong oh, uh, sheet? You might be on the wrong version of the sheet. No, you're definitely... You're definitely at... Uh, you're at uh, uh, the Icon 5. You are five, here. Right? Oh, I had two Traverse. Yeah, you're at Traverse. It's not sense. Maybe he can you also can use also Tinker, Tinker too. if you want. Oh, I can use Tinker instead? In that case, so let's, let's pretend you said Tinker with your... Okay. Uh, okay. Because I was going to say it's with an a five. egg. It's an egg. Uh, so, eggs typically take a very long time to, uh... Uh, six. Ooh. So... Ooh. So... So, only a, a somewhat good result. No, actually, it's a perfect... It's a great result. No, two sixes is a perfect result. No, yes, but uh, a six is also a good result. So, uh, for example, you fill out three segments on a six. Uh, which I will establish this egg as being a, uh, let's say, you know, eggs typically take a long time to hatch. So 
let's say it's a 10-step ambition. Uh, you do as you do as the um, as the typical care is made for this kind of uh, procedure. Knowing as much about animals as you do, you uh, attempt to warm up this. You, you attempt to warm up this thing as much as you can without placing a lot of pressure on it. Uh, you get the sense that the egg is healthy, uh, healthy enough at least to ma maintain its shape. Uh, and you get a little closer to figuring out what what exactly the egg is. Uh, it's not It's not exactly black. It's more greenish, almost. It's kind of like um, it's kind of like how uh, certain segments of pigmentation appear to be a certain color under the light, but when some sort of rim lighting uh, is shown upon them, you can reveal what the true color of the pigment is. It appears black, but is actually green. And there's... Do I know if dragons exist in this? Dragons do exist in this setting, yes. You are aware of it. Okay. You feel the, the surface of the egg to be slightly coarse to the touch. Uh, almost segment, Almost segmented in a way. Yeah, you you get the feel. I'm gonna pet the. I'm gonna pet uh. Well, and this hard shell and the hard shell also gives clues you in that you are dealing with. Uh, you are not dealing with any kind of amphibian. The shell the shell is hard and definitely not reptile. Yeah, it could be reptile. Could be avian. It just depends on what it is that you're. It, it could be one of the two. You managed to rule down. Run it down to those two. Don't do a racism by asking our Andre about it. Okay. I'm going to pet Gruel, and I'm going to pet Dorian. And, um, and Andre, what would you like to... Yes. Uh, uh, what would you like to establish as your ambition? I guess my ambition would be finding out what kind of treasure would either bring back my family's honor or where the uh the eagle beast folk would be at so i can reclaim it through revenge either one of those i two. will say i think the second one is probably more likely to be applicable in this particular uh mode and environment okay. i'm going to uh set it aside as a six ambition okay. go ahead and roll me what you think is appropriate for uh, where you are. If you want suggestions, that sounds like talking with other people on the uh, trip, so maybe command? I suppose so. Uh, yeah, I could do that. Um, So let's see. I know there's a thing on the character sheet for that. Command, there we go. Why do I have it as command one here? No. That's two. I think you might have gotten an extra bit of command from your level up. Yeah. First one. Yeah, okay, there we go. And two keep the highest. Pop. Six or no. Five. Mine. Ooh. Five. Alright. You take up good. two. So Alright, and that is a was that a uh 
a ten uh, ambition. Uh, yes. No, so it was a six. six. It was a oh, six. Thanks. Okay, just wanted to so, make sure. So you managed to composite a uh, rough sketch, you know, rough as you can, of the of the people you saw. You know, their uh, tribal their tribal outfits, their general appearance, the way they carry themselves, their weapons. Something you could feasibly show to someone and have them sort of give you an honest answer based on what they're looking at. And then you uh, make your way to the, you know, you make your way to the uh, rest of the wagons. You start walking along and you start asking people. And if you would like to role play that, you can. Uh, I'll at least role play a little bit of that. All right. I guess. Look. Yeah. Go ahead. Look. I'm just looking for these guys, alright? It's not too important for yourself why I need to find them. Just be sure to know that I absolutely, positively need to find these guys as soon as possible. Hmm. Let me tell you, stranger. I don't know. I don't know too much about no, no, uh, eagle folk, as far as I can tell. Uh, I've never been much else, much place else, but I could tell you this. Uh, one thing that I know, that I've noticed about the passing, you know, uh, beast folk, bird variety, as far as I can tell, is during the colder climates, they tend to move further, and they tend to, uh, move further toward the south from their provincial homes. They, uh, you know, having the higher, having the higher capacity for movement, you know, they kind of, it's kind of, I, I, my guess is that they, uh, you know, I'm not saying that you do that, I'm, not saying, I'm just saying that this is what I noticed. They tend to do that as part of, uh, cool, uh, as a part of their culture. Perhaps you could find them. I see. Perhaps you could find them, um, Close up to the Southlands, far from here. Now where it's warmer, uh, this time of year. Perhaps. And you. Thank you for saving our town, but your revenge is in another is castle. <laughs> and you go around more or less asking this question, you know, getting varied results. Uh, let, yep. You know, not super, not too much useful information, but you do get a little bit of a, a tendency to notice that people have an idea that they might be southward. Okay. You have a direction, at least. Are we headed southward No, we're right in, you're headed uh, to the east. Uh, we can head south from there this later. No, we're, at, we're heading west. So, uh, is that all the ambitions you wanted to pursue? I believe so. Well, we can only do one ambition per... Um, uh, uh, per interview, yeah, that's what normally. I meant. Okay, I guess that is. All then, right. Yeah. In that case, you guys spend the rest of the uh, uh, of the time conversing amongst yourselves and just sort of catching up with each other, which I don't think you guys introduced yourselves too much to each other prior, uh, but whatever. We had a little bit of it. Yeah. And it gives you enough time to get a little bit of shut-eye until you arrive here 
Welcome to the royal port city of Meridades. As a, Ooh. as you may have remembered, this place uh, 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 in history uh, has gone through a bit of a, of a revolution. You know, the uh, increase of uh, funds being being uh, funneled into this place uh, let them sort of clean up real nice and uh, get a, a new coat of paint all over the city. Uh, since then, it's become a real popular attract. Uh, a, a real popular destination for those who seek travel as bigger and bigger ships have been being uh, have been used for tourism and the places where they can where they need to go as well as what you have heard has been a the promise of an industrial revolution coming to this place uh, but of course this is all in part due to the recent occupation by the uh, Raynode Empire the blue crown as they are called I think as we before shortly before we head into the town, Mantrax grabs everyone and okay, let's go hash out our cover stories together. <laughs> Alright. Now ideally we do not get caught by by the crown when we're sneaking in, but if if who am I kidding, when they encounter us, what's our cover? And I have some papers here and I pull out a fake blue crown imperial badge, some fake officer commissions from my kits, along with the little funny officer's hat and some makeup kits. Hmm. We could say that we are new recruits for the Royal Guard. Gonna have to put a lot of makeup on a uh, big guy to make him look younger then. You saying I'm not young, bug? That's exactly what we're saying. You look older than I am. I'm sure I'm your senior. I mean, Trogs, like, live for, like, what? A thousand years? Maybe. Sounds boring. Uh, it's... It, it exists. Says the... Old, the 900-year-old Trog, who is actually a very old man. <laughs> Says the 900-year-old to the 19-year-old. Uh, yeah. Alright, good stuff. So... Uh, as soon as you arrive, you are, um, you know, stopped by Border Patrol. They slowly begin to, uh, you know, check in with the IDs, uh, with identities of uh, everyone on, everyone on board, and they make their, and they uh, slowly but surely start making their way toward your wagon. These Babidian commanders are not, uh, they are armed, but they're not uh, in high numbers. So they are very much like just a routine uh, guard for this particular place. Just to make sure that they're not, there There aren't any um, unlawful immigrations going on. Hmm. So, uh, they come in and address you. All right. Gonna need the ID. All right, and I give him the uh, one of my uh, dozen of uh, fake ID papers. Mm. All right, let me check out. Um, I don't remember seeing you too much in uh, seeing you uh, around and practiced. Uh, uh, I thought that Prince, I, I thought Prince Ariel, uh, had uh, moved everybody over here. 
soon as they as he heard the news of the Ark and Bruin's discovery. Yeah, we were on our way here, but you know, it's a big world, takes imports from everywhere. Mm, I guess I can see that. And uh who are they? Trainees. Hmm. Well, the birds the birds won. Uh he's uh uh, he's part of the team. The big guy is part of the team to help analyze it. Alright. Uh, Alright. Well, um, I guess, yeah, I guess this check, well, I guess that checks out. Have a good one. Hope to see you at, um, hope to see you at Leaky Eye tonight. Yeah, uh, oh, right, for the Empire. Yeah, right. For the Blue Crown. Duh. As soon as he's not looking, a mantrax starts scrape, scraping their tongue. Ugh, ugh. Dull. I don't even know if uh, Zeke's have tongues, but sure. That works out. His mandibles. We still roll it. Yes, we yeah, do roll mandibles. it. In fact. Alright, you arrive at the... Um, so you arrive at Center Town. You have a little bit of liberty of where you want to go. But in the meantime... Uh, but you do notice a garrison of uh, of troops sort of moving outside the perimeters of town, sort of making their way out through a a separate exit from the one you came in. That exit heads uh, leads them further north, outside the uh, the town borders. These guys are armed, and they are traveling in large groups. Uh, they're being outfitted. Uh, you don't know where they're being outfitted, but you could find out. Potentially uh, sneak some armor sets for you get for yourselves out through there, as those kinds of things are tend to be more heavily guarded. Yeah, that sounds like a good plan to me. Do you want me to go ahead and roll sneak for that? Do you, I was thinking of going for the contact I established through the bond power, but. Getting the armor for our cover is also a good idea. Do you guys have any ideas for what to do before? Um, I, th- honest, I think. Th- oh my goodness. The the armor sounds like the best bet. All right. As long as we can establish our cover, that is so far the best option at the moment. Yeah. Let me check skill ratings to see if those could potentially help with ideas. What does Excel do as a skill? Excel, because all the other skills make right, sense so to me. Excel is essentially ranged weapon act rate. with concentrated precision or skill. Fire a ranged weapon. Hit a tiny target at a range. Catch a fallen coin. Balance on a narrow wire. Squeeze through a tight. It's dexterity. Yeah, it's a it's a it's an it's a uh, catch all okay. for dexterity based actions. Either on the acrobatic end, on the precise hand-eye coordination end. I don't want to bog things down too much, so we could say that I just roll for now. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, Can I spend an effort to get an extra dice? Is that how that works? Yes, you can. Okay, I'll go ahead and do so. So I'm going to roll three dice for my sneak rating. Okay, give me the highest. Oh, please. Yep. Full of grace. Second. Oh, hang on. Let me. I almost forgot to add since I added that from the thing. One boon, one dice. And. Ah, five. All right. Mixed okay. re- 
So we get a mixture. Wait, it forgot to put... Uh, did it roll three dice? It did. Is it just no, five it says five. five. Uh, rolling. That's, uh, okay, Andres. Rolling. That's yeah. Andres. You're looking at yours. Uh, five plus okay, five, right. a four, and a three. So you get a five. Yep. So what you get is five, okay. a... Um, and so what you get is a mixed result. So, what I understand is that this is a heavily guarded... Is that this is a heavily guarded uh, position to be in. You say you want uh, that you are uh, you establish your early story that you have and you have identification to prove that you are in fact part of this of this following garrison. You would like to get uh, some armor for you and your friends so that you will fit in on this uh, coming expedition. Uh, but and we will put uh, we will put. Uh, as a complication, you do manage to get the armor, but as a result, you guys are put in a bad spot. Because the, uh, because the garrison overhears that you guys are in, that one of you is a trainee, they decide to, as an act of good faith, uh, post extra guards, uh, to come in with you guys. To make sure that you guys are doing everything right, this increases the risk of your of your next action. Uh oh. Is this something I could do a contingency for to resist consequences of something that just happened by taking strain? Mm. Strain would be if you um is is interpreted as like physical damage. or lower or lower risk. It also allows me to increase effect or a lower risk. Hmm. Uh, which, what are you exactly uh, calling upon here? I think, I think in regards to this, um, the, tra the trainee, I, I'm going to make a big argument about how the new trainee is actually a crack shot with um, the funny little gun that he has and it, more, tra more guards, while a very appreciated gesture might make friendly fire a bit more uh, doable and might complicate things a bit All too right. much. So you you would be attempting to call upon contingency in order to lower risk for the next action, uh, thereby canceling out yes. the uh, previous uh, mixed result. Yep. Let's go ahead so and roll, roll a d6. The d6. And you get it. Five. All right. Mm. Risk returns to okay. a normal level. Wow. So, yeah, I'm going to go and hype up Andre. Like, <laughs> I saw this guy hit a flies, shoot a fly's wings off at 500 paces. He's real good, but too many people in too close quarters would complicate things. Right. Okay. Well, if you get, well, if you got confidence in your boys, I guess I can't really stop you. All right. Enjoy your, enjoy. I'll see you guys around. Mm-hmm. Or Empire. <laughs> Eh, whatever. And then they uh, move forward and uh, move further forward into line. And just like that, you guys have armor now. You have disguises. Yay! Nice. You guys make your way toward the uh, uh, the existing garrison. You are moving toward. You are moving toward this uh, sort of. Plainland trail close by 
and you start, uh, and slowly but surely you start coming into uh, a bit of woodlands. Uh, mm-hmm. It separates you and the site of the uh, excavation, let's call it. You find yourself you find yourselves with a pretty long line between here and there, and the march is giving you a bit of a... It is making you guys a little uncomfortable. Uh, how do you... Uh, do you feel is necessary... If you feel it's necessary to uh, sort of break away from the, uh, the garrison... This is the point in time where you can choose to do so by increasing the risk for the next action, but giving yourself an extra an extra boom. This is a choice you guys can make. Hmm. Hmm. An extra boom would be nice. At the same time, we have a pretty ironclad cover, so yeah. jeopardizing it would. No. And we do have a, a steady pool of effort, too. That we do. You're right. Mm. All right. I'd say that after some consideration, we don't All do right. so. You continue your march down this narrow line, uh, and you start seeing you start seeing uh, Arkintech already. Uh, the Empire is notorious for using Arkintech very uh, heavily, especially uh, in prod in projects that would involve gaining more. Uh, you start seeing machinery designed designed for digging holes. So, you guys continue down this and down this line. You start seeing, you know, uh, war machinery. You start seeing more more uh, soldiers of the empire uh, further further posting themselves. He is around. going to wander off by himself. All right. He has no needs for the people. Zephyr separates himself from the rest of the of the pack. Most people don't really seem to take care too much, considering he's a giant dude, and you know, and and they're mm-hmm. they're afraid that if they uh, were to say something about it, he would be very he, he would be very prompt to tell them what's on his mind, which would involve violence. Uh, Zephyr is a pacifist. Yeah, but they don't know that. Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna pass this. Were you beating up people mouth. in a bar fight? It's at this oh, point yeah. that you see the site, uh, the dig site. This giant rock face emerge from emerge from under the ground, with its mouth held agape open uh, as um, as machinery and men flow into it slowly but surely. Smoke billows out throughout the, out the camp. Uh, you you know you see you know what 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 forestation was around this dig site has made way to dirt and mud, as more and more, or this uh, this place has expanded to accommodate the empire's operations. I know I know what cliff face means, but the idea of like a giant Mount Rushmore style face is the Arkham Ruin is incredibly <laughs> funny to me. Yes. Well, I actually was. I was actually being no, because... liberal. It, it is a giant rock face. Oh my That's god! Yeah, funny. this, this collapse setting building rules. So, 
One thing uh, that I would like to ask is, um, is anyone paying attention? You hear Andre probably is. You hear you hear uh, mumbling coming from the the hmm. people uh, in front of you. Okay. Among us, sus. You know the the salt. The, the soldiers in front of you seem a little bit... Uh, the nature of the mumbling seems a bit more... Um, how do I say this in uh, English? Uh, seems disgruntled. Like, these guys seem like real 9-to-5 type soldiers. These guys are uh, mm-hmm. not very... Uh, they're, they're just like, you know, you can tell that they're really doing... They're here for the money. Oh, no, not that they're here for the money. Oh, they're, yeah. they're just, they just... Uh, they've been... Through the ringer a little bit, they're uh, they're down at the bottom of the. They've seen some stuff. No, they're they're just they like don't care anymore. Imagine Mordecai and Rigby, but if they were Imperial soldiers. They're on the daily. That's a really funny image. <laughs> they're on the daily grind. Yes, and they're they're mumbling to themselves uh, about some kind of uh, about some kind of thing. It's hard to make out exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. How do you make out exactly? What that is a great question. This is of course, um, a fairly controlled. Uh, this is a fairly controlled thing, so there's not a lot of risk involved. But depending on what you on how you um, approach it, you might be able to find out more than you bargained for. Could I use traverse to try and get closer to them to? To uh, better hear what they're talking about, you sure could. Okay, I'm gonna try and. But do is that is, is that what you want to do? I mean, I'm trying to think. I don't. I think command would be a bit too risky. Excel, I wouldn't be able to do anything with. Endure, I wouldn't be able to do anything mm-hmm. with. Hmm. Trying this to is think. True. So yeah, you're trying. So what you're trying to do exactly? Like, tell me what you what you're trying to do, and I'll tell you like what skill would be relevant here. So I'm basically just instead of them just like mumbling, I'm just trying to get more exact information on what they're talking about. So you're trying to so you're trying to position yourself so that you could hear them better. Better. Yes. All right. I guess that counts. That definitely counts as traverse. I feel. Okay. So, in that case, roll me a 1d6. Please. Pretty risky. Ooh. It, oh, no, it's a 2. <laughs> so, on a 2, only bad things happen. Yep. And Zavir gets arrested somehow so, by just existing. So you try to position yourself uh, closer to these guys uh, so you can hear them, uh, you know, talk about whatever it is they're talking about. You start hearing that they're mentioning something about about Prince Ariel. Hmm. And then you bump into someone. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. There's a big guy right in front of you. Is bigger than Zafir? Uh, about as big. No one's bigger than Zafir. Watch it. 
Watch it, Trog, shorty. Trogs are everywhere. Don't be running in. Don't be minding your space, huh? Watch where you're going. Andre will just simply, uh, when the world is the term. Apologize? No, I'm not going to apologize. You He's bumped going into to, him. He will, well, I did. Andre will simply do a, a silent sort of glare at the giant man. And that's it. And walk away. Or at least walk slower to get away from the giant guy. Mm, hold on a bit. So, what is essentially, what this uh, is essentially, is you're now weighed down with this guy. Mm. Uh, he is an annoying hanger-on that you have, that you are in, incapable of, of uh, sweating off. This guy, this guy is annoyed that you bumped into him and didn't even say anything. <laughs> And he is uh, now going to be a bit of a hindrance. Uh, okay. So, essentially, before you can, you uh, and Andre, because you decided to act on your own, can take any mm -hmm. action, you have to figure out a way to get this guy off you. To get the, oh, or to like, uh, how do I put this? You know, uh, Lose this guy. Hmm. How am I gonna lose this yeah, guy? He's all. He's a. Uh, you know, going on these invigorating rants about respecting uh, about respecting your superiors and being and being a decent citizen. And and the young uns don't even talk anymore. They just glare. <laughs> all right. You know what I'm going to do. All right. I will use. I will use command. And goodness. Do you know that very, very old copy pasta of what did you say to me, you little bitch? I'll have you. Oh my I'll god! Have you know. <laughs> you're, gonna go for the, you're gonna Navy SEALs copy pasta at this <laughs> random fucking big guy. Yes, with my with my command. All right, you're gonna use your command stat. Please. <laughs> are you I going to try to for happen. any? Are you gonna try for any uh, effort on this one? Okay, so what? Okay, remind me what effort does you exactly. You can push this action. Uh, you can either push the action uh, in order to gain a boon on the roll, mm -hmm. or you can. I think you can do something else. You could tempt fate by suggesting a consequence yes. if you fail. Oh no! Ah, here's the here's the uh, and that also here's the effort the section. Uh, push, tick one effort to add a boon to any action roll. Aid, which is tick one effort to help another character, which they get one boon, but you also share in the consequences of the action. Okay. And the character can only benefit from aid once an action roll, and it does not stack with setup. Or, okay. this is the thing I was looking for, team action. You make an action as a group, choose a leader who spends two effort. The leader makes an action, and the outcome or consequences are decided as if the whole group took that action, without anyone oh, without anyone else rolling, since the leader is directing them. For example, a team sneak can get a whole group of characters through a difficult situation. So yeah, which I actually kind of like. That. Yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah, you can. Goodness. You yeah, can team now. sneak in order to, uh, like, use your stats to aid in your. Party's poor stats. Ooh. 
Something else I just noticed. If Zafir leads a team effort, it only costs him one effort because of his bond. Yeah, Zafir the born leader. All right. So what are you gonna do? I will I will use command and I will use an effort to gain a boon. Excellent. So that's three D six. Roll uh, give me the highest. Uh yes. You should respect Lightning flash, you guys. You should respect me now. <laughs> you should respect my authority. And then the boon would just be one, uh, plus one dice, yes. Or one D plus. Uh, yes. Okay. Eh. Let's go. No complications. You get the desired result with no complications yes. at all. So... Navy Seal Cavi Pasta, the first time it has ever worked. <laughs> so you start absolutely going off on this guy. Like the if this guy was was uh, reading you the encyclopedia, you start reading the Communist Manifesto on him. This thing, this is a royal this is a takedown of royal proportions. You make the cult mother of call out posts to this chauvinist asshole who tried to tell you that he, you should respect him for for whatever reason, and absolutely gets him, which absolutely gets him to back off instantly. He then says, "I'm your superior, though. <laughs> like I, I'll, I'll see you in court. You're court-martialed." Now he wasn't really he wasn't really nope. his superior. He was just a guy. His big. He was just a bully. Mm -hmm. You'll find there's plenty of these in the army. Oh, no kidding. Regardless, um, you managed to get rid of the annoying hanger-on. Let's go. All right. So, uh, remember when you were saying that, or when I was saying that there was something to do with uh, Prince Ariel? Mm-hmm. You Is start seeing a, um, you, you start seeing, like, a row of people forming on the uh, close to the to the mouth of this um, giant structure coming out of the ground, uh, like a not a line, but like you know people on with the you know shoulder to shoulder type thing when when uh, when somebody's about to get addressed by a big superior officer. Yeah, like the 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 yeah, like the crowds we see in Star Wars speeches. All right. And sure enough, you see a man dressed in royal uni in royal uniform, white and blue, and uh, you know white and blue and silver. His most dis distinctive feature is his brilliant is a uh, his brilliant golden people. hair. Hmm. He he uh, is accompanied, of course, by three uh, higher officers, as well as his personal, as well as his uh, personal guard. And he stops to address you directly. Uh, you see, all the people who are walking in front of you also stop to make the same formation. The prince, the royal blue crown prince, will now address the troops directly. They, oh boy. Uh, one of the members of the uh, battalion addresses you. 
I do a little funny comedy routine where I go through 15 poses before settling into the right one. Uh, is Zephyr still wandering the seat streets? <sighs> well, you are. You know, you don't... Like, is he... That around Zephyr? here You are, but someone... Says the eternal You monologue. are, and someone pulls you in, pulls you in like, Dude, we gotta go there. Hmm? It's the fuck... It's the prince. Let, we gotta get into position. Duh. I follow. Just because I don't... Like, I... I'm committed to this bit. This Mithler is going to play the heel. My fellow Burbidgeons. Yeah. We stand here. Oh. We stand here at the apex of history. Just beyond this ruin lies power. Unearthed from centuries past. Mistakes of generations. To be hand, to be handed to us. I'm sure you, I'm sure there is much tension in the air as these discoveries are unearthed. Such power is meant to be buried for such power. One would argue is meant to be buried for a reason, after all. But I would like to reassure you: everything you do, you've done so far, is in service of the prosperity of the Reynold Kingdom, and in service. Of the great King Neptune. We shall emerge victorious from this search. The fruits of our labor shall be recognized. We shall endure. Remain strong. We march today we march today into the mouth of this of this structure, and we shall return with the prize at hand. The royal cumplet. The royal compass of the great pot of the great pilot Pablo Gregor. Uh, I'd like to make a history check on to know who Pablo Gregor is. His Royal Highness will now open the floor for questions from his troops. <laughs> oh no! Please form an orderly queue. And he says, "Any." Any of you who feel uneasy about this search, I would not blame you for leaving. But if you have any other concerns, you may direct them to me. I would like to make a study check to see if I know who Pablo Gregor is. <laughs> 2d6, give me the lowest, son. Six. No, that's oh, a one. Wait, no. One. Oh. Uh, oh. uh, that's a six and a one. Dang it. You do not know oh, who well. pa Pablo Grieger is. Could I make a study check, given uh, the artifact that claims it is Pablo? Uh, go ahead. What is your study? All right. One. I'll give you a, I'll, I'll give you a boon since you, uh, managed to, uh, since you're hanging on to the eye. I mean, there could be more than one person named Pablo in this setting. Who knows? Oh, wait, do I? Let me double check, actually. Uh, oh, yeah, I just forgot to add it to my roll 20 sheet. I do have a rank and study. Let me go ahead and roll that with a boon. Do it, I believe. Two! Oh! No, sorry, it doesn't ring a bell. The mysterious Pablo. I'm Pablo. 
You want to find the rest of me? <laughs> I'm just imagining all the finest Imperial scholars staring at the other eye, trying to find out the exact same shit I did to no dice. Yes. One thing you actually, but one thing you do notice, actually, since you're looking around, you notice wanted posters. And on the wanted posters, it's that same cat person. Oh. Does it say any other details as to what she's wanted for? Uh, well, her name is given as, uh, as the, as a fairy, the Red Rider. And she is wanted for Grand Larson. You get the sense that Fairy stole something important from the government, from uh, from the Empire, and she is now wanted as a international criminal. Nice game recognizes game. And uh, now the thing, sh and uh, you don't know exactly what she stole, but you get a sense that it's closer than you might think. <laughs> The trunk screaming internally sound effects happens. <laughs> you look at the eye. You look at the wanted poster. You look back at the eye. Back at the wanted poster. The Kill Bill sirens play. Yeah. Very pro- would it- I am not going to ask any questions. It'd be a very big problem if, if someone found out you have that. Yes. So. Zvir- Wait, does Saphir know that he has Pablo? Yeah, he showed it to you. Horak. I'm I'm just curious. Yeah. I'm not gonna do Yeah, it. you guys you guys okay. you guys have this information it's... that is shared among you. Okay. I think I share a knowing I think I just glance at the other two. Mm -hmm. I'm going to yell out Who's Pop? I'm gonna just not that that's stupid. That's oh, well, you can. Okay. Well, you can. You can do that, but that would require a uh, a check. Save it for the four coma at the end of each volume. And that would be that would be a charm check, which you have very little of. I'm a charming old man. And uh, also risky, since you are addressing Prince Ariel directly. Oh, and no. out of turn. Okay, okay, good. So that that's just Quark doing a bit again. Yes. Yeah. Chills. This is the hard part of this of having this person at your table. <laughs> it's hard to tell when he's just I fucking know. with you. I know. I I am an expert at calling out bluffs. Don't worry. Good. Um, better than I am at it, which is a low bar. Regardless, uh, I almost I almost got away with the disguise self thing after finishing. After finishing addressing, after he's finished addressing you, the prince begins. Oh, he's dressing me. Addressing you. The prince Dang. begins directing uh, groups of troops to enter the uh, the mouth of this structure. You are all placed in a uh, in a group together, and you start entering this ark and ruin. From this point. Through the mouth yes. of From the mouth. From this point on, uh, 
strain is a factor. You will you will be hurt trying to to bypass this thing. So okay. The first thing you notice about the uh, this structure is that it looks very natural at first glance. You know, you see, um, you know, you you, you see uh, uh, moss growing on the side of uh, side of the walls, accompanied by strange pieces of unnatural structure like staircases, just sort of sprouting from from nowhere to places that no longer exist. Uh, you get the sense that some of the structure of the sound structure from below rose up without the rest of the context that it was originally placed in. So you get this strange, surreal sight of like this nat- very natural rock, like rocky, these very natural rocky formations with these un, which these uh, strangely urban-looking uh, pieces. Like lamp posts suddenly sprouting out from this cavern. Mm. You, uh, your party, uh, separate. Your party officially separates itself from the rest of the uh, of the garrison, and you are free to explore with the inside of this. Uh, you're mostly free to. Uh, Explore, but it's important that you find a way to uh, lose the rest of your um, the rest of your garrison before you continue forward. As you uh, as you know, any action you take would probably be a dead ringer for the group of military men you know traveling bes- beside you. Yeah. Duh. Uh, as we're walking, do I notice any uh? Any particularly noteworthy doors or obvious traps that... I- I'm sure this is like Indiana Jones rules of the place is lousy with them. Well, uh, the one thing you notice is that there's a floor. Uh, actually, I'm not saying shit. Uh, give me a... You know, look. looking around, you can just sort of tell this place is pretty old. Uh, like old school stuff. Uh, certain certain pieces of floor are disconnected, uh, sort of like they grow out of the cavernous, uh, you know, mossy ground into what seem like roads. Procedurally generated into what seem like roads, sort of entering within. Uh, you can give me a sense roll if you really want to figure out what you're working with. Yeah, let's go ahead and give it a uh, shot. Okay. Okay. So four. you get the desired result, but with some com- form of complication. Um. So you see, as soon as you enter this uh, this hallway, you know this hallway that your garrison is with, you manage to see the uh, you you see the trap coming before it hits you, but you. Choose to not alert your garrison. Some of them run into run into this trap, and uh, they are lost to the infinite space beyond, beneath this. Beneath, they are eaten by the ground. Uh oh! Wait, what? Well, 
the, the ground opens up. Uh, they go in, they get uh, sucked through a trap door, uh, but not all of them. I think audibly, holy shit! <laughs> oh my god! It ate Kenny! It's Jason Bourne! This place... This place is insane! No wonder nobody's been in... We were only in here... We were only in here for two minutes! I guess that's what makes them fuck... I guess that that's why they sent so many people in here. Jeez Louise! This puts uh, the rest of the garrison in high alert mode. Means they're more likely to... Uh. Um, they're more likely to act up in case you guys try to do anything. That doesn't involve taking Yo, them out. Yo, act up? That doesn't involve no, taking them out. No, that's bad. Yo, we're gonna act up. No. So, here's a hard choice. My answer is no. You take them out, take these guys what? out, or let them stay in your gear. Uh, take the, the rest of these guys, which is like, amounts to like two guys out. Right, let, let's say it's Mordecai and Rigby again. Take out Mordecai and Rigby, or let them stay with you. And then trust their good inst- and then just sort of trust that they won't rat you out in case you try to do something. It's more kind of rigby, they need to die. Hmm. Well, oh, come no, on. I have, in my sheety kit, I have an item labeled convenient bribe. So I feel like we might be able to, uh, convince them to uh, not be, to not be snitches. So... <laughs> also, am I in the garrison too? Or you are. You 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 made your way. This is this a separate? No, you guys. Unit. You you made your way toward to where uh you have friends. We're all in this together. together. I'm definitely considering it briefly, but I'd say that um if it's just two guys, I have um several more things in this shady kit that I feel like might that be able to. Taking them out. Like if you if you take them out of the equation by bribing them, that's still taking them out. You know what? Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and do that. But that will involve a, a roll, though. This would be a charm roll. So what exactly do you? I'm what exactly do you? Uh, do you tell them? I'm not. I'm not sure if I tell them immediately. This is probably as we're going deeper in. I probably lean back, whisper something with Andre, maybe go to Zafir for approval. Just so that we're all on the same page as for what we're gonna do. All right. And then I'm gonna go. Hey, uh, guys, most of our squad just fucking died. So it would appear. Uh, well, I get it, dude. But you know, we kind of gotta get through this. We're not gonna earn our paycheck if we don't. And Benson's gonna fire. And Benson's gonna fire us. <laughs> well, here's my here's my here's my thinking on that. There's a lot of tiny shit in these Arkan ruins are loaded with all sorts of shit. The boss is looking for the big thing; he can have that. But there's a lot of knickknacks that make going through this hellhole worth it. We're gonna take our bits. You take your bits. No one talks. Sound good? Hmm. All right, where, what are you rolling? Uh, charm, and I'm going to spend an effort All right, for this. how much effort? And does the convenient bribe help? 
as I am giving them a comically large sack to stuff things in. Convenient bribe. Convenient bribe. Yeah, sure. Let's go ahead and say that you get an extra uh, an extra boon from that as well. Kind and full of grace. Okay. Two boons. All right then. All right. I don't know why roll twenty switch closes it every time I close the goddamn tab. Two boons. Two dice. Kind and full of grace. Four. Four. So. Okay. Four. That is a success. But with downside. Asterisk. Yeah. So. The complication, uh, so, you look at these guys, and you can tell by the way they talk and the way they act, these guys are kind of just trying to get their paycheck. They don't, they're not really super, they're not really super invested in, you know, imperial loyalty or some kind of, you know, higher ideal. These guys are working nine to five, they just need their paycheck. I just want my but, money. More money, more problem, more cash in my pocket. Just because, just because they, uh, they do, that doesn't make them stupid. These guys... I've said they were stupid. So, these guys will take your bribe and get out, saying that they encountered, that uh, they were the last of their, last of their garrison to make it out. And knowing, knowing that the prince would probably understand that kind of situation. But they'll remember you. I think that sounds like a fair compromise They will to remember me. you, and they might call... And if they recognize you, they will call upon it. Like, that, that, that may bring some complications thing. to you in the future. Well, it's a good thing we put on all sorts of makeup um, as part this, of, of these course, disguises. Counts. And that we could this just wipe it off. This, of course, counts as a annoying hanger-on for later. But only mm, for okay. later. That sounds, that sounds fine to me. I, I I tear out some bits of... The, I tear the copper wiring out of the ancient Arkan Ruin Vor trap and give it to them. All right. Oh, man! We can finally buy that thing we wanted. Shit, man. I guess if you want to... We could buy some blips and ships. Well, shit, man. I don't know what what's motivating you to go through this, but I uh, hope you find out what you want. I guess. Come on, Rig. Let's get out of here. Are they Are they also like a blue jay and a raccoon? You do see a blue tail coming out of one of them. Hey. Nice. Whoa! Like you hear them on the way out. Not sitting up the chairs next Just time. Oh, I am imagining Benson as a military commander, and that's delightful. Mordecath and Rigmund. Holy shit! I can't believe that worked. And you hear from the, and you also hear from the, uh, from the back. Mordecath and Rigmund. From best, we don't we don't stay here too long. Yes, and now you are free of hanger-ons. For now, of course. Thank you, Vortrap. Oh, goodness. So, you guys see a... Um, you guys continue down this uh, sort of cavern. Uh, as more... Uh, the deeper you go, the more uh, the natural scenery you guys were uh, looking at is replaced by something that resembles an ancient structure. Something that was deliberately built by someone. 
rather than something formed out of natural, uh, you know, natural processes. Throughout this, uh, throughout this endeavor, you guys reach this, um, let's call it a large open space. Mm-hmm. On the other side is, and this is sort of like this room filled with, uh, you know, this this sort of room uh, to where three doors sort of spread out from outside your uh, from outside of you, and on and be uh, beyond this thing, and between you and the door and the door to the next spot. There is this large area covered in moss, or it looks like moss. Like this, it's like a green sort of. It's like this green, not really grassy-like substance. It's very shimmery and colorful, and it colors the entirety of the ground close to where you are. You have to cross it in order to take in order to get to where you need to go. We all have to cross it. You all have to cross it. Hey, uh, a big guy, you seem to know your way around. You've been around a while. How's the best way to get over this? Correct, that's you. Correct, that's me suggesting you... Uh, sorry, Zephyr. That's me suggesting Zephyr lead a team action because he has to spend less effort for it. Uh, so what is the well, you, traverse? You have through this. Yeah, or? you have a. You're, what you're seeing is, a, as far as you can tell, this seems like a pretty inconspicuous, sort of grassy-looking uh, measure between this and that. But the fact that this whole place started looking more. You know, this whole place started looking more uh, deliberate, and then there's a bunch of grass here. Strikes you as a bit inconspicuous, or uh, conspicuous rather. Hmm. You exercise a bit of caution I've been a- before moving I've- forward. I've been around many times, the world over, even. Let me. Uh... Let me see. Uh, question: Could I use traverse to see if I can? You can. You can. You can lead a, okay. a team traverse. Sure. And that just costs you one effort rather than everyone else's two. Yep. Uh, do I get any boons from it or? No. Uh, no oh. one else rolls on this, as far as I can tell. Ha ha ha! Wow. Uh. Does Fail. anyone have... I think, actually, someone else can aid you. If so does I. I have one traverse. Uh, by by spending a, uh, an effort, rather. Not, not rolling. I'd be willing to spend an effort if it helps. It might. Yes. This would give Zephyr a boon. Alright, yeah, I'll, I'll spend an extra effort to give Zephyr a boon. Alright. So I just roll an extra d6? You roll an extra d6. Find in full of grace. Hey! Five! Five. Yes! Hey! It worked! Alright. 
So, Zephyr, you're a traveler. You've been around for a little longer than most. And you can tell for sure when some when and you can tell for sure whenever unsteady ground presents itself. What looks like an inconspicuous sort of brush type thing is actually cup is actually the type of thing that you uh it's actually some type of uh, longer grass. You can identify it by the leaves. Uh, they're, they, they sort of resemble uh, little cattails. And as soon as you, and sure enough, you throw a rock, it sinks into the, and, it, and instead of sort of landing on top and just staying there, immediately sinks down. And that's when you see a skull, or something similar, or something like, um, or something white, very pale, on the corner of your eye. Round two. The antagonists of Yu-Gi-Oh! GX. <laughs> They're just sort of slightly poking out of the, uh, of this grass. It's bones. People fell for this uh, a little while ago. But being the uh, well-known traveler you are, you can tell where the where the grass sort of pools up. And such by only after only taking a two strain you you take two strain from uh, sort of stepping on these uh, sharp spot on the sharp spines, but Outside of that, you managed to get both your friends over this uh, treacherous, uh, over this treacherous pit, without any harm done to them. As we're crossing the pit, uh, Mantrax wonders Actually, aloud, "Wait, if if this place just showed up, how are there that many corpses here?" Since you guys actually, you all, uh, you all get, you all gain one strain because um, that's a team action, so you all share the consequence. Okay. 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 But go ahead. Sorry, just sorry, sorry for interrupting you. Why there's so many skulls? Did you think the this is the first time that a snooty little prince would do something like this for treasure? Yeah, but I thought this place like just popped out of the ground. Did he really send that many people in this quickly? You do you do not know how many people would risk their lives to even come find a treasure before a, tr a prince would show up. Yeah, that's fair, I guess. My my question is, this all seems like a lot of bodies for this place that only popped up last week. Oh, oh, my young feeble friend. This has existed for millennia, you can tell. Yeah, but it's only popped out of the ground, so did people just dig too deep? The world's alive. We all know this. It sometimes likes playing tricks on us. And that's that dialogue chatter ended. All right. So yeah, you all take two. So you all take uh, two string. A string. Yeah, oh, one string. Two. St okay, one string. Okay, each. okay. Uh, where do I mark that? The, oh, I was at string. three strain to begin with. So no, you healed this. You healed that. Uh, you healed. Oh, okay. Thanks to the uh, interval. All right. I went ahead. I went ahead and took that for you. Thank you. Uh, but yes, 
So, moving on to the to the continue underside of this place, uh, you manage to find uh, as the con- as this place continues to become more and more uh, deliberate is in its design. You reach this uh, this chamber. You encounter uh, what seems like a dead end at, at first glance. Uh, it ends at this at this very unceremonious like pedestal. Nothing else seems to be really going on. There's no real switches here or there. You're not really seeing where you can, uh, you know, where you can really move on from here. Feels strange and anticlimactic. Uh, question: Do I see any walls that might be a little rubbled? There is. There, the, the only wall you can see, you can the, the the only thing that really looks like a wall, is uh, almost looks like a, a picture frame, but like big, huge, on this on the uh, like right in front of you. I'm going to use smash. And there's a giant, um, and it's like basically just like a concrete wall, like it's basically entirely flat. I'm, I'm going to. Uh... I'm going to body check the wall with smash. Vibe check. Mm-hmm. All right, give me an attempt. Find in full of grace. Three. You gotta, you gotta be kidding me! Out of three dice. All right. So nothing. Okay. Yeah, you uh, body check this wall, and you get promptly knocked on your ass. You take two strain. That seems a little unfair. But. You felt something. When you body checked the wall, you felt it. You felt different. No, I just mean the. I just mean my dice rolls because that. That statistically was an 80% chance to work. You gotta. Like I said, Korak, you've been possessed by a demon. This is true. We need to cleanse you. This is true. Korak will be freed from his bad luck once he slays the demon god. You know, I have a bunch of dice. Can I just turn on my camera and roll physical dice? If you prefer. Uh, But regardless, one thing you do notice outside, instead of, uh, despite your prop, your uh, difficulty, you, when you hit, um, when you hit a solid surface, there's a great sense of, um, of mass that is that is felt like the resistance is much greater you feel uh you know there's a certain level of um you know recoil that is gained because it is dispersed at much more at a much higher plane you know it is much more absorbed and when you hit this wall you That's felt a fake wall you felt um how do i say this you felt it swing slightly you felt it slightly, ec- you, the impact slightly echo from behind. Oh my god, it's a Scooby-Doo track. Like it's, uh, you know, like there's something, you definitely feel like there's something behind it. That's a fake wall over there. Yeah, so we gotta find a, a switch or whatever. The one thing you notice, uh, yeah. so you uh, have the ability to look around the room. You and I will go ahead and put up a clock just to make sure. Because, mm. as you know, you are not the first 
uh, people to get uh, to get here, and you won't be the last. So this is the clock for how long do you still have until more people come in here to check you guys out? How far uh -oh. are you to? Uh, how far are you from the rest of the, the army? Treasure. From the rest of the army. Um, you know, just to represent how comfortable you are in continued exploring. Go ahead and tick one. Uh. Okay, I think that... And your actions may increase the I, distance or decrease it. Yeah. Some of the other stuff I have listed inside my great wonderful kit is... Um, lockpicks and an architect's skeleton key. Alright. Well, you don't seem to know... So well, I... You don't really seem to notice any, any particular place where you can slot a key. This is a pretty... Like... This is a this is a tall room, not so much a open room. Ah, uh, you know what? I've got it. I'll use my other use of contingency for this to set myself up for um what I think I'm gonna try okay. and do. Uh, back in town, I actually did manage to visit my contact. Okay, use the inventor, a Cho. A Cho, the butterfly. A Cho aug, yeah, Cho augment. All right. So you visited them. You uh, contacted them in some way. Yes. Not visit. Yes, I contacted them. We I had a very tiny ether pearl that I managed to proc and have a brief conversation with, and he directed me to a cache with some very useful gear that could be useful in some kind of infrared or X-ray vision or detecting false doors. Okay. I'm gonna go ahead and make that roll then for the contingency use. Do it, do it, do it. A one to three, you had to abandon the plan, unfortunately. You gained and a use back. Has no effect this scene and regains one use. All right. You can continue to look. You can continue to. Uh, this doesn't consume any time, so at least you can continue to uh, look around the room. Okay. Uh, in that case, I'm going to go ahead and do a sense check, I guess, to see if I can. Even though I wasn't able, even though the, the connection was fuzzy at the time, I'm gonna see if I can recall literally anything we mentioned in our brief conversation together to see if we could find a way All through. Right, roll me. Okay, come on. I am pulling up my thing. I only have one effort left, so I'm not spending it here. Good stuff. Good stuff. Three. Mm. Swing and a miss. Seems. You can't really get a good feel for this place. The structure is just way too unfamiliar. And all these shapes are getting you confused. It's wasting a lot of time. What you feel is that you're wasting a lot of time. Hmm. The details that don't Maybe matter. we should just leave. I mean, what is in here that we actually came for? There's nothing... The you wanted? I doubt the ore's in well, not in here. It's deeper in. I understand that, but I doubt that my journey would end this quick. A hundred years is too quick for a journey to end. So, one thing I will say is... One thing you notice is there's a certain... There's a certain... App uh, the the pedestal I mentioned at the center of the room 
it looks like a bit of a looks like a bit of an apparatus. Uh, you know, it has space to slot in something. I'm gonna go try the architect skeleton key. Nope, that doesn't fit. Hmm. It usually fits most things. This must be a specific. Device. Maybe we check behind that paint. Why else would that be here? Painting. You know, uh, you will notice one thing is that this uh, this um, this thing has uh, some sort of uh, the, the the lock doesn't fit because this thing is circular. The the space for it is like doesn't fit necessarily to the shape of a key. It fits like it needs you to place something on it. I bring a dust in there. Nope. I put my egg in there. Nah. -uh. I put Pablo in there. <laughs> so Honestly that was actually good an eye is circular, so So yeah, it took me a bit to figure that you out. Start, you you assume at the start that nothing really happened as soon as you insert him, as most of the ideas were. It sort of came at a whim. And as soon as you go to remove it, it clicks in a place. Hi, Aww. I'm Pablo. Can you find the rest of me? And then... Oh, no. It sort of starts glowing. The... A sort of... Beam of light. Hi, I'm Pablo. Can you find the rest of me? A beam of light emerges from Pablo's eye. And it flies through a lens at this uh, at the at the center of this uh, apparatus, this pedestal. The light shimmers. Uh, the light sort of gently glides over this uh, picture frame. This, this uh, sort of picture frame of a gate that you guys are looking at, which you assume it was a wall, sort of opens in a strange circular fashion where the uh, the wall starts segmenting itself and sort of uh, unfolds into into a gate. And before you, and as soon as you realize, the wall is now a door. You can move on through. Can you take Pablo out? Yes. I try and take Pablo back. Okay. Pablo comes back Does out. Does the door disappear? No. You get the sense that... That's a very convenient secret door. You get the sense that the reason they haven't been making much progress might mean that they needed Pablo to get through. Ah. Uh, wonder if she if she found this thing here, then. And so, as soon as you make your way past this door, the room starts becoming darker and darker. As the door, as you hear the weight of some, uh, the distant weight of something shutting, uh, shutting behind you, you become close, you get closer and closer to the bottom of this strange stairwell you found yourselves into. When you finally reach the room, the promised room, you find yourselves at a workshop. This place looks 
absolutely ancient. Uh, there's drawings and un and unkept structures just sort of hanging out and around this place. Uh, structures like um, little boxes, uh, little and large boxes scattered about. Uh, as well as a large uh, central circular. Let me actually just move you there so you know what it looks like. It's sort of like a mix between a workshop I and think, a catacomb. I think the second we go in there, uh, uh, Mantrax makes this noise. Oh! <laughs> Come a little bit. Is there a forge in there? This uh, this seems like a pretty varied place. Yeah, you you see some uh, you see tools of all kinds here. Uh, tools for crafting, tools for crafting, for, you know, uh, working with, with raw material, uh, you know, Man making tracks. up your own materials. Does Zephyr also moan? <laughs> no. Zephyr looks at Mantrax and says, This place might be cursed. See if there's any bodies next to anything you might want to pick up first. That might mean- Uh-oh. We're in a dungeon, after all. It might be cursed to forever work here if you even attempt to do anything. Trust me, I'm salivating at that forge right there. At the center of this, uh, of this space, you notice a... You notice the, uh, the eye starts glowing more fervently as you, uh, arrive closer to this, uh, Pedestal region. Or not really a pedestal. Hey, I'm Pablo. You want to find the rest of me? Yeah, the Pablo Pablo starts speaking. Hi, I'm Pablo. Want to find the rest of me? And it continues glowing. As it comes close to this, um, let's, let's call it a, uh, a large box in the middle of the, in the middle of the room. The box is pointed directly toward, uh, this box is lined up very suspiciously around this uh, this center platform. Okay, so I do wipe the drool off my face and... Shit, yeah, you're right. It's okay, youngin. Old Papa's here for you. Don't friggin' call me a youngin. I'm middle-aged for a she-show. Have you lived for almost a thousand years? No, I've lived for nineteen, but you're a, a youngin. Benefit for us is that we have perfect recall, so I remember every bit of those nineteen years. That sounds like hell. That sounds boring to live for a thousand years, but barely remember any of it. But let's save that for after we're out of the death trap. I remember it. I remember most of it, though. I remember 90% of it. That's an important 10%. But anyway, I... um, Do I notice any cons any other things that looked like the Vor trap? Not really. You just see a lot of, like, boxes lying in the room. Similar to this one. I'm gonna go approach one of those boxes and check it out, then. Just wave the Archintech uh, master key over it and see if it responds to anything. Uh... So you wave the uh, the master key over these uh, these boxes. They seem locked up tight. 
they don't really react at all when you, you poke them. Not at least, at least not the ones on the sides. When you go and wave it over to the, um, to the one on the center, suddenly you hear lar large, uh, these uh, loud clicking sounds, whirring, whizzing, sort of as if something is uh, opening. And I conjure the uh, sword made of light in my other hand, and, oh, sounds like we might have company. Oh, only that, only the center one opens. And inside, and what, do we see and inside, in you see a gold, a gold and green skull. The eye flings itself toward it, slots itself back, just sort of escapes from your hand. What? <gasps> oh my god! What year is this? Oh, so you're not just doing the uh, one-liner bit. Um, I actually don't know what year it is. It doesn't matter. It's lots of debate. It's, what? 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 What's going on out here? Uh, we need to get you out of here real quick because an evil empire is waiting for you. What's your name? Yeah, I know. Okay, how do we eject uh, you from well, here? I, 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 yeah, I mean, I. What? What? What happened to my body? That's a good question. I wish I had an oh answer. Oh my good god. Oh, I don't even know what I don't even know who to send on. Oh, I remember I I remember I set this up for when I was for what I wanted to get that contingency plan going. I didn't need it. I remember I told my intern to place my my skeleton perfectly within the chamber so that no one would be able to get here. In fact, how are you here? What have what what even happened? Why do you have why did you have my eye? Uh, some lady gave oh it to me. Oh my god. What the hell have we been doing out here? Alright. She stole it from said evil empire, hold on. so we need to get you out of here before All they right, give you hold up. Hold on. Uh, I'm going to, uh. Hold on. Before you do. Let me get, uh. Uh. Can you move me? I don't have any arms or legs. Oh, yeah, sure. I, I grabbed oh, the skull. Thank you. Uh, you, you might know this. My name's Pablo. Yeah, I've heard you were some kind of famous pirate going by the speech from the big, the big fancy yeah, man outside. Yeah, something like that. No, legends are never really, uh, you know what they say, you know, legends are never really, uh, you know, they do a lot of over-embellishing in these days. But, you know what, I mean. I, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and, uh, you know, could you take me to this uh, switch at the center of the room real quick? Oh, yeah, I'm Mantrax, by the way. These are my uh, companions, Zafir and Andre. Mantrax, hold. Who's to say that switch isn't going to kill us? Uh, look. Why would you kill the people who are hauling your your reanimated body out of your your uh, hideout? Yes, tomb? exactly. Who says who says you can't take over our bodies after killing us? What how much do you know about skeleton people? I don't. Well, sounds like you shouldn't judge then, big guy. I'm just trying to get. This is somewhere between Doctor Doof and Smurfs and. I'm just trying to get. I'm just it. trying to get out of here the same as you. Okay, I just need. We we just gotta get. We I just need to activate the elevator. We gotta, you know, move from this spot oh. to this spot. Oh, it's an elevator. Back to my. Uh, I, I'm I'm sorry. I need to get to our base to my basement so we can plan up. 
so that we can plan out getting out of here and finding my treasure. Hey, there wouldn't happen to be any fancy ore here, would there? Asking for mm -hmm. a friend. The fun, what you mean? Well, there's a lot of fancy ore various places. I I think it's like I'm looking solar for a tier orb. No, I'm looking for a lunar tier crystal. Oh, right. Uh, those are uh, formed typically by, uh, if I recall correctly, the, the most pristine rains touching the... Uh, reaching lower, lower ground uh, around time of... Uh, those lunar eclipse. Very rare, very difficult to come across. I think I might have some... Lathander sneezes several settings I away. I think I have... Zephyr picks up Pablo and brings him over. I think I have some in my treasure stash, but we need to find it first. I remember collecting a lot of things back in my day as a pirate. I don't... but. Uh, you know your memory gets a fear pick. Your memory gets a little fuzzy when you when you're a skeleton when when you were a skeleton and now you're a head. So fear picks him up. All right, let me try to operate these real quick. And he uh, sort of just sort of face rolls around uh, this uh, this little space there. He tries to sort of jump around, figuring out like how he can activate these little switches. I'm gonna add a new ambition to my sheet. Make a body for this guy. Mm -hmm. And you start hearing this um, heavy whirring coming from uh, below you. Oh, it needs to heat up. It's, pro heat it's up probably gonna say. take a while. And then, like clockwork, you hear uh, more whirring and coming from the boxes you you tried checking before. Mm. Oh, there's that goddamn uh, the worst possible time. That's my. That's my freaking, that's my freaking security system. Oh, in the worst possible time, it decides to activate. You know, could you believe that? How do we turn it off? Uh, you beat it up. That, oh. That's it. That's it. That was just gay. <laughs> Gotta be careful. These guys are uh, not friendly. I don't think we were friends in life, in fact. They just decide. I'm assuming we all start at the player spawn yes, point. Yes, you start at the player spawn point, and these uh, are enemy reinforcement spawn points. The enemies start wherever the hell they decide. How does initiative work? So, uh, players always go first, and then after each player turn, or after one, uh, after one player takes their turn, uh, an enemy takes their turn, and so on. Yeah. And then... At the start of the new round, we go uh, back on the order. So, uh, you know, if an enemy finished the if an enemy finished the round, a player starts it, and vice versa. Okay. So let's begin tactical combat. Yeah. All oh, right. This reminds me. Uh. All right. You can go ahead. You can go ahead and start. So essentially, you guys are dealing with um with the main force of the the main antagonistic force of the setting that you would probably find in the Arkan ruins. These are the Relict. The Arkan. These are Arkan. These are Arkan forces. These are old lightning skeletons that live underground. They're they pretty are rad. pretty red. And yes, 
Uh, they hang out here. They uh, inflict lightning dam. They inflict electricity damage, and they are. Uh, they also have the ability to. Uh, they also have sometimes have the ability to rise. Uh, they also have a special mechanic known as Legion of the Dead. Uh, the relict are a legion of mindless husks cursed with an undying existence. This gives all relict except legends the following trait. Trait rather. Uh, this character has a chance to rise again when defeated. Roll a 1d6 at the start of each round that the character is defeated. On a 5+, this character gets back up at 25% HP, returning it from defeated and can take a turn normally this round. If defeated again, mm. this character disintegrates and is removed from the battlefield. If all characters with this Ooh. trait are defeated, it deactivates. So, who wants to start? Oh yeah, let's let's let me tell you what these guys are. Uh, these guys are uh, so up top here we have a uh, white tomb guard. White tomb guards are like are are the tanks. Uh, they have over they have overpower, which uh, makes them. Which I'll tell you exactly what it does whenever I decide to do it. They have a bunch of actions. They're typically pretty tanky, and they have good stat. That's for uh, staying in the front lines. Have a white tomb guard. We have a necro savant grafter. Those are those are the healers or the, the leaders, I guess. They don't really have healers. Have a ghoul twin soul at the back here. These are uh, vagabond equivalents, and down here we have a wraith chain wraith. Hmm. Which are your mages. Okay. If everyone wants, I could try going first to demonstrate some action and set up some strategy. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that should, that should be fine. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go start by spending one action to trigger Odin Ooh, Force. Odin Force time. Go ahead, tell me what that does. Stance. Shoot a flurry of lightning bolts into the air and gain a d6 power die starting at 3. When you enter the stance or any time you teleport, you may call down a bolt, dealing 1 piercing damage to a foe and range 3 as an area effect, then ticking the die down by 1. Any number of times per turn, if it ticks down to 0, the stance ends. When the stance refreshes at the end of your turn, tick up the die by 2. And when you trigger a slay effect, tick up the die All by right, 2. Alright, so you uh, enter the stance, meaning you can... Um... Call down a bolt at this twin soul here. I enter a Riku's Keyblade stance. That's how this looks so like for me. one piercing damage to this twin soul. Uh, oh, uh, yeah, I guess so. And for my move action, well, I have a move of well, you can four, if you I believe. Will, yeah, if you want to, yes. Yeah, I have a speed of four, so I am moving one, uh -huh. two, three, four... And then for my other action, I am triggering Blitz. All right. Effect. Teleport one, then deal one piercing damage to a foe in range, which is three. Then teleport one, then deal another one piercing so, damage. This is an attack. This is a attack first. So you have to roll an attack first. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I do? Okay. Okay, let me open my sheet and roll the first attack of this game. All right, roll it up. I believe. Believe. Uh, this is a melee, I believe, so... 
is I think let's just do melee light, I guess. Uh no, this is a range blitz is a ranged attack. You can you can do okay. it at at melee range too, but it yeah, it just works. It's also it also pierce. So right. it goes through the guy's armor. No no bonus damage. Alright, nice. That's a low attack roll, but even on a if it does miss, then I still uh, miss the deal, deals one yeah. damage, and that's going to be a miss, unfortunately. Oh. Yeah, okay, so I'm dealing one damage to the uh, one, non-tank yes, here. Then you're dealing one damage. You're doing uh, no, you're dealing a uh, fray, uh, right? Now you have one damage. It is one damage. One piercing damage. Uh, oh, and I, I, my ether is set to one at the start of this true. turn. Uh, additionally, um, the effect still goes off even if the uh, attack does does not connect. Oh, that's good. So I teleport one, deal one piercing, teleport one, deal one piercing, and one of the targets becomes vulnerable. Yes. So I teleport to here, I deal one damage to the leader, and then I proc an Odin Force and deal an additional one damage to him. My Odin Force is down to two. Okay. Then... Then I uh, teleport again. I deal one damage to the tank. So you deal. So you've been dealing. Uh, so how much damage did you deal so far? To uh, you've dealt two to this grafter and one to the, and one to the tank. Yep. And I am tr- consuming another Odin force use to deal another damage to the leader. All right. So three to the grafter and one to the and uh, one to the guard. Nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. And one of them becomes vulnerable. I am making the uh, leader vulnerable. All right. So, um, all right, vulnerable, which means that you are take you take one more damage from all sources. Mm-hmm. Or they take one more damage from all sources. Let me double check if this um, if my ether gains up from if a right damages two or more foes with an ability. Okay, so I gain right, an so ether. Two, then. You're at I'm two at two. Nice. nice. And that's the end of my turn. My stance refreshes. I'm from one to three. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And that's my turn. I teleport around everywhere and do a bunch of slashes mm-hmm. and knock one of these uh, skeleton lads off balance. Nice. Great. Cool stuff. I yell to uh, Pop... To our our new skeleton friend, Hello. do you know? Uh, do these guys have any special weaknesses? Any anything we could do to turn the tables on them, or do we just fight? Well, as far as I can tell, they're pretty they're pretty closely knit. So uh, I guess the best I, I guess if you have some uh, area of effect stuff, you can damage a lot of them whenever they get close. I just did. Yeah, keep doing that. Well, they're coming, so it's their turn now, unfortunately. All right, so uh, I guess the Chain Wraith will go next. You have a movement of four, so that so does it. All of its movement is flying, so it can do so without too much problems. Uh, let's check its uh, range on both its boys. We're going to act... It's going to activate... Uh, we're going to use Bind. Uh, first, uh, we're going to use bind for one action. Uh, bind 
uh, makes is that the Wraith chooses two targets anywhere in range three of each other, then teleports one of them adjacent to the other. Foes must be foes must save or be shattered. It will choose hmm. Zephyr and it'll choose Zephyr and Mantrax. All right, so I just roll a save now. Then yeah, it's te- you get teleported uh, adjacent to each other, and you roll and you both roll a save. So, which is a okay. D, which is just a regular D twenty. If you get a uh, ooh. ooh, yeah, it, it, it's literally if you get a ten, you pass. If you don't, ooh. you fail. It's okay. I'm getting all the bad rolls out of the way, so Korak doesn't so, get angry. So, Manthrax is shattered. Uh, Zephyr, would you roll? Would you roll a, a D twenty? I've the shattered me. I roll a D twenty. You do. Nine. Ooh, you're also sh- so you're also shattered. What does okay, that mean? So shattered means uh, character cannot gain or benefit from vigor. Ooh. Okay. No temp HP for us. Additionally, it gets another turn. It gets another action, rather. So it will uh, utilize. Uh, Unstable charge on, uh, it'll activate unstable charge on Manthrax. Will be and this will mark you. At the end of that foe's turn, they take one piercing damage. Once for one piercing damage once for every other character in range two, then become vulnerable. Then this mark ends. Hmm. And that happens now. No, at the end of your turn, of of uh, of your turn. At the end, at the of, end my of your next, next turn. turn, yes. And that concludes okay. the turn of the chain wraith. I'm going to mark. I'm going to go ahead and mark it as uh, having gone now. Okay, a ticking time bomb shows up on me. Oh no! If I go beyond fifty miles an hour, I'll die. We'll also go ahead and mark you as uh, shattered. I'll represent. Mark you both as shattered, represented by this broken heart. So what does shatter do again? You can't gain or benefit from vigor. So we can't gain temp HP until we get rid of this. Mm. Uh, Alright. Players go. Who wants to go next? I guess I can go next. Let's see. Do I want to use that trait now? I mean, I... I think I can't at this point. Um, so we have to attack before we uh, move. Is that no? Correct? You can you can move. Uh, you can, you can take order. any okay. order. So in that case, I'm gonna. Uh, so let's see. So I have speed of four. One, two, three, four. And let's see. Keep in mind, you can move diagonally. Indeed, because I'm a freelancer. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to use... What am I going to use exactly? I will use Strafe Shot on the uh, on this enemy in front of me. All right, go ahead and roll me, babe. All right. Uh, let's see. This, this thing's defense... Oh, yeah, um, this thing's defense is 10, so... You roll high. If you roll higher than a ten, if you roll higher than a ten, you hit. All right. 
You get it? Uh, I can't tell. Oh, wait, no, that's just the ability. Uh, that's the description. Re- um, that is the description. One yes. D- okay, 1d20. Darn Damn it. it. Do you have Frey on it at least? I do, yes. Uh, okay, so min damage. Minimum so. damage, they take two damage. Mm, actually, since this thing is a... Since I believe this thing is a um, a skirmisher, uh, they gain dodge, which means they're immune to damage from missed attacks, area effects, Aww. and successful saves. Shit, does that mean I wasn't able to deal damage to them from the effects no, earlier you, then? No, you deal... It's only, it's only these rogues that have this. Okay. So, yeah. Did that take both your actions? You still have you another have, action. He does do. have another action, yes. Um... Do I want to go, I fired, then I missed again? And I um, fired, let's and then I missed. You know what? Sure, I'm going to fire another strafe shot at this uh, guy. You can't. Oh, yeah, that's right, because it can't be the same. Yeah, you can't, you can't take okay. uh, two attacks in one action. Sa- yep, or at least the same attack. Yeah, you can't take the same attack. Uh, in that case, we will do trick shot. Trick shot is invoked. All right. All right. Uh, so one d two. But you can still dash one if even as an effect. Uh, do I want to? I don't really. I'm trying to think. Nah, I think I'm good for now. Uh, let's see. So one d twenty. Fifteen. Ooh. Finally, someone hits something. That's trick shot. Your next ability with a range, with a listed range, gains unerring plus one boon on plus one boon on attacks and rebound. Mm-hmm. So this is not a. So it's not an attack. It's a buff. So you. So why did you roll? Oh, I don't know. I'm sorry. That's you fine. hit the button. You hit the button. Uh I hit the trigger. That's fine. So yeah. You get unerring and a boon on attacks and rebound. Oh fuck! Mm-hmm. I forgot. You uh, strafe shot has an, an additional boon. Uh, did you roll oh. a plus d, uh, plus one d six? No, I sure didn't. Go ahead and roll right. me that, man. One d six. Hey, Five. you actually <laughs> made it. Nice. Oh, okay. You curved plus, the bullet. So, all right. One. Uh, it's just like that scene in Wanted. D plus fray. One d six plus fray. Additionally, uh, is it one d six or is it one d ten? Oh yeah, it's your, it's your D. Uh, yeah, it's your D value. So D ten plus fray. Additionally, okay, so is that the highest base damage? I, I, value? Yeah, D- yeah. The uh, vagabonds have the highest base damage value. Additionally, Wait, the, the target is. I, I feel dumb. Additionally, the target is blinded. Yes. All right. Where would it be listed? It would be listed on your it's character listed, sheet. Listed uh, right below Frey, yeah. which is right below your class. yeah class vagabond Frey two D D ten for Zephyr the Frey for the for Zephyr the Frey is four the D is six okay. and for Mantrax the D the Frey is uh, three and the D is eight. Let's roll this. So, so for example, Korak has the uh, lowest damage dice, but the highest consistent damage yes. the Frey. Eight damage. Okay. Not bad. Especially considering these guys don't have any armor. Alright, you managed to tick away one of these things, um, 
You managed to like significantly hurt this thing. You can see it uh, physically recoil as you blast it in the face with a large with, with a large bolt. Let's go. And then I and then I will activate trick shot. Awesome. Next thing you uh, you do, you're guaranteed to get some good some good shots in. Yep, and that will be my turn. All right. So for blinded, I actually have to remember what blinded does. Because you blinded it. Uh, max range of all abilities is two. Ooh. Yeah, this thing cannot... Uh, this thing's not really going to have a good time, as you can tell. Mm -hmm. It can't well, see succeed or, or her wrong. Or heroic means. Excuse me. Uh, exceed means uh, you're uh, proccing the extra effect of your um, your your or heroic means you're proccing the additional effects of your abilities as as they are listed on your uh, on their on there. So, like for example, you can invoke it, uh, and you have a, a, an additional mechanic for your own heroic stuff. Like for example. Um, yeah, for example, your massive overhead yeah. would get a blast. Wolfheart arrow. lets you uh, sacrifice 25% of your max HP to make an ability heroic uh, and, and increase the distance of any flight, rush, or dash as part of it by plus one. Uh, but you also gain a free heroic uh, at the start of each uh, combat. So you get one free thing without losing any HP, and okay. then after that you have to start yes. to dip. I have regenerated. So okay. Once per no, once per once per round. Ooh. Never mind, not once per combat. Ah. That's much more useful. Yes. Indeed. So I start a combat with defines. You have regeneration or grand regeneration if defeated and rescued. While I'm bloodied, yep. you're sturdy and gain plus one vigilance at the end of your turn. Okay. Mm hmm. All right. So, uh, I guess let's move in with this uh, Twin Soul. I guess since you decided to attack it, it will probably decide to attack you as well. It'll move in close to you. And then it'll take two actions to... Uh, Ooh. And then it will uh, take two actions to perform its uh, signature attack. Twin Strike. Uh-oh. Plus one boon attack on hit. It deals D plus two twice. On a miss, D two damage two. twice. At Thundercross split attack. Yeah, this is zoo. Let's and see. And and as a and as an effect, the twin soul may backflip and fly two spaces after this ability. What? Psychotic. All right. These are much more mobile skeletons than I imagined. Yeah, these guys are fuck. These guys are crazy. They're scary. They're crawling, crawling all over the ceiling. They're laughing at you. Ooh! I think these are the main oh. factions you fight it. That is a. Mm. Uh oh. That is a critical success. I have, I have to check something now. Are we gonna oh, PTK? Cool. Or TPK, yeah. You mean TPK? I don't remember what happens when an enemy critical hits you because uh, I know you. I know there's rules for critical hitting for you, clerk critical hitting, but I don't remember if the enemy has a, a critical hit. 
that they can do. Uh, but for now, uh, let's roll damage. Uh, so these things are 1d10 as well, same as you. Three. Oof. And then the second okay. d10. Four. So you four. take okay, three, so then damage. four. So seven damage. Okay. And then, so I'm at 21 health. And then it'll move one, two spaces. You little git. And then I guess it, at the end of its turn, it'll save against blinded. Doesn't clear it. And it does not clear blinded, but it's not super soft. But it's not super crazy. Not super okay. crazy. Seven. Good stuff. I think it's um, Zephyr's turn now. Yep. I've yeah. My phone keeps on dropping. You all right? Okay. Ah, uh, that happens. All right, but it's uh, my go. Yep. What do I want to do here? So my brain is saying we need to kill enemies, but uh, who's taking the yes. most damage? And uh, the leader. Oh no! Wait, not not the leader. The okay. one that Andre shot, which is right here. Yes. Uh, I have a speed of four, so I'm guessing I can move four before. Yes. You can more move four spaces gonna... in the cardinal directions of left, right. I'm up going and down. to uh use Valkyrie. Okay. Uh effect, I may f tell the class what Valkyrie does. I may fly one, attack, on hit, D plus fray, miss fray. Effect, attack target is weakened, exceed heroic, create a pit under your target. I'm going to heroic it. Since I could do that for free every comp, every round. Okay. So it's going to be one d twenty plus uh plus a one d six. My uh. Where's the one d six come from? Or not fray, but my the or no, hold on. Yeah, my hit dice. Your, your hit dice. Right. Oh, you gotta okay. roll to yeah, hit yeah. First. Never mind. Nineteen. Oh, let's go! Oh. See, I took all your bad rolls out of the way for uh, you. That's ten damage. When you include Frey. <laughs> He's in a pit. <laughs> Is he the one that was made vulnerable, too, for double damage? Which one that were one. you going after, Korak? Oh, that, this one? Okay. Uh, Everyone take a picture... We should. We need to take a picture of the map for the podcast version. I mean, we should probably actually just have somebody recording when doing. We really should doing yeah. a I'm sorry yeah, about tactical that. combat. Yeah, tactical combat, yeah. So, Zephyr will do so in the future. Jumps up extremely high. You 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 wouldn't think a giant man would be able to almost hit the ceiling. And then just pile does a people's elbow onto this goblin. Robot, sorry. Onto the robot skeleton. It was a robot onto skeleton. The Necron, pushing it into the ground. Uh, Chills, is that the same one I made vulnerable earlier? Chills. 
Excuse me. Jills? Sorry, I didn't know I was muted. Uh, so you do... I don't remember which one you made vulnerable. I think it, you you wanted to make... Um, the the uh, the head honcho. The, the grafter? Yeah, the grafter. So no, it's not the same one. Okay, well, the 10 damage is still yeah, a pretty some decent of that, amount. Some of that does get Last eaten year. by armor, but... Um, you do manage to give a big and he's, dent and, to this guy. And he's in, a, in the ground. Yeah. He's in a conical. Don't worry, guy. my trap hinge will eat it. And he's weakened. Trap hinge is not... And he's also him. weakened, which means he uh, deals less damage as far as I can remember. And then, oh, uh... Probably big. You only get one action, right? You get two. I'm going to you prepare get this gigantic overhead. Oh, yeah. You get... So, the weakened. Weakened status decreases all damage dealt by two each time a character deals damage. So yeah, he's now weaker. And massive overhead charges up your next attack. Uh, Actually, wait a second. Uh, Let me see. I just want to see because I think that... Okay, so Valkyrie is one action. I can do Valkyrie again and I can move four. Oh, you can only do one. Actually, okay. you yeah. can't. You can only do one of each. Yeah, action because per Valkyrie time. is the same. Yeah, you can't. Right, one of each. Okay, my bad there. That's fine. It's all right. Uh, you had a pretty good. All, everyone, but can I just do a basic attack? Uh, we're all in this together. Also, like, do I have to on. use an ability, or can I just attack? You could just do you a can basic do a attack, basic I attack think. as well. I'm gonna punch him. Mm. Okay. Okay, so Alatos, I just found out the yes. ruling on crit. Uh-huh. Nineteen. You take an extra four you take an extra four damage. Owie, owie, my bones. So yeah, that's a that total uh that's a total of seven yeah, seven seventeen plus, health. Yeah, so that's seven plus four. Now there are ways to heal in this combat. So I did uh nineteen damage there, or I got a nineteen there. And I rolled another six. Okay, so you roll a, so you roll your D. All right, Ooh, you managed to in, you managed to inflict a wound on. I'm him. guessing basic attacks don't have fray, right? No, the basic attacks are just basic okay. attacks. They either hit or they don't. Yeah, yeah, he's still in the pit. I'm just pummeling right. him back into the pit. I see his head go up a little bit, and then just all right, smack him right back in. Yeah, I'm surprised. Uh, whack-a-mole. Yeah. Alright. I'm surprised you didn't, um... Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't, uh... Take the other, uh... So, uh, massive overhead, massive uh... Overhead, uh yeah, the, that's fine. So, about massive overhead, Whoa, it's my next think... attack gets that. So, I'd have to massive yes. overhead and then do uh... Valkyrie, I guess, with Hero. Oh, it... No, it says end turn. Well, no, it carries over between and turns. I believe... Oh, oh wait, yeah, no, yeah, it's an end turn. Oh well. Uh, additionally, I do believe you gain uh, a vigilance as well, since you're uh, beside uh, Mandrax there, so yeah. you you would be helping them out. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, that means I I get um like damage resistance, I think, because of him. Yes, vigilance. Yeah. All right. So, do we keep to the same initiative, or can we change who goes first per round? The, the enemies need to go now. 
There's two enemies uh, right. that haven't gone, which is the White Tomb Guard and the Grafter. I'm guessing the Grafter will probably go first. Uh, Wingardium Leviosa. Oh, wow. Alright, so first of all, the Grafter is going to move one, two, three spaces. Uh, and, uh, you know, land right next to this White Tomb Guard. And he's going to first use Diaga on the um, White Tomb Guard, which is uh, going to provide it cure. Yeah, it's a good thing you wounded it, Korak. The character gains Vigor 4, which is 4 temporary HP. Or they would if... Uh, or they would or if... Um, remind me again, did you uh, put something in there? Weekend. Yeah, you uh, no, you uh, Rex. You said you uh, gave him something. I, I made the leader vulnerable. They're both vulnerable, right? Uh, is being no. in a pit considered? I don't remember. Uh, you said something about. Okay. Uh, no, they're just in a pit. They have to. They have to move out of the pit. Okay. Uh huh. Okay. I just wanted to check because I remember one of you inflicted something that uh, made it so that they can't. Uh, someone, one of you. Uh, oh no! It was the it was the wraith. The wraith shattered you both. That's what I was thinking of. Oh yeah. So yeah, the uh, the white tomb guard now has vigor four. Means he has a little bit of temp. And then HP. he gets to save against all statuses, which I believe he's um, he passes, so he's Ooh. no longer uh, weakened. Is, is that the guy's action, though? Uh, no, that's one action. So he still has one more. In this case, um, let me see. Are you in range six, Alatos? Yes, you are. Uh, mm -hmm. He's going to uh, attack you with. Well, let me see if he can, if he has anything uh, more interesting that he can do. He's a grafter, so he uh -oh. can. Uh, uh, he has regeneration, and he has the uh, the power to share suffering. Uh-oh. I guess he'll, he'll place himself closer, since he can break up the movement. Uh, share suffering. This is a stance. The grafter gains aura 1 in this stance. Each time a relict in the aura takes damage from an ability, they gain 2 vigor. This effect could trigger multiple times per ability. After that ability resolves... The grafter sacrifices two. At the start of its turn, the grafter either exits the stance or sacrifices four to maintain it. Yeah, it'll, it'll uh, activate this and then we'll gain a one space aura. Hmm. Troubling. Like that. And that's its turn. And that leaves the, uh, the uh, tomb guard, which uh, it's Feeling pretty cozy where it at, where it's at, and uh, so it will be going for a its regular turn. Ooh, this is good. Uh, to reinforce this this fucking fuckhole syndrome, uh, it'll spend two actions on fortress, and then end its turn. Tomb guard gains aura one until the start of its next turn. While this aura is active, the Tomb Guard gains counter, and all allies without this ability in the aura gain a resistance. 
Uh, what does that mean? Ooh, that sucks. Uh, resistance means they take uh, less damage from attacks. What does counter uh, do? You take you take damage whenever you uh, attack. Well, uh, all right, all right. Hey, um, Zephyr, if you want an idea, uh, use the suplex to remove that fucker from the battlefield so he can pick Count- off the leader. Uh, okay, here it is. Counter, when damaged by an ability, deal two damage back each time damage is applied. So that's my suggestion for tactics, is to yeet him off the battlefield so that doesn't yeah, So happen. the grafter is standing next to the tomb guard, giving it uh, vigor two each time it's hurt. And then uh, each time it's hurt, it hurts you. And you can't hurt, and it's hard to uh, hurt the, uh, the grafter because it gets resistance. Okay. All right. Next turn, or uh, next round, rather. Starts off I with the player. To, uh, so, what was the thing that has I'm... the uh, that's giving the aura? Well, uh, use yeah. the two Who action the, uh, grand that, suplex that's to giving it him, him the field is my him. suggestion. The guy with the nails, first guy. Uh, the uh, the, the first guy. The, uh, tomb guard is giving resistance. Alrighty. The grafter is giving vigor. And the grafter is vulnerable. So I am. So I'm going to be using both of my. Uh, I'm going to be using both of my actions to produce the great suplex. I pick them up and Dragon remove them from the battlefield. I can sacrifice up to six, then fly half that many spaces, awesome. place the foe in an adjacent free space. They take D plus fray damage and are slashed. If they're already slashed, they are stunned instead. You can't place a foe on it in a valid space. This action cannot be taken. Heroic six sacrifice cost is reduced to zero, but counts as sacrificing six. I think my wolf heart allows me to. Uh, should be mad. Uh, you could. You don't need to sacrifice six. You could just use no. That it's once, once per round. Wait, free where's thing. the one that gives me a? And a crystal. Yeah, that's sacrificing 25% of my HP, though. Yeah. Oh, hang on a second. You should be able to do that free once per... Did I read that wrong? Let's see. Heroics. Uh, Stalwarts can push themselves beyond their normal limits, performing heroics. Uh, If you take a star... Okay, well, you only need to sacrifice a few HP yeah. points and not twenty five percent. Then, yeah, you can. You can only. You, you can't. You don't even have to sacrifice twenty five percent of your HP. You can just sacrifice six. Yeah. Or uh, less. I am going to sacrifice. I think I'm going to sacrifice four HP to put myself to thirty six. And okay. we are going. Okay. We're going to take full. This is good. Good. This is good because you can modulate. You can modulate how much HP you have, so you can trigger certain things for when you're suplexing bloody. him over here. He is removed from combat. Boom! And do I have and to roll suplexed. for this, or all right? No, you just he so just takes he the is damage. taking up nine damage. Awesome! So yeah, he's you also removed from combat. Uh, you bypass the. You also, yeah, you you remove him from combat for uh, how long? Uh, 
Uh, it's only removed from the battlefield until the end of that action. Yeah. yeah, so... Yeah, so you're moving from the battlefield, and then they are teleported here. Which breaks the aura field, because he's too far away. Yes. Uh, so now that uh, so they take these plus fray yep. damage and they're slashed. I don't know what slashed means, but sounds cool. Nice. It's just a. S- it sounds cool. Okay. Slashed. Okay. Slashed. Take four damage after you or an ally uses an ability that moves you, but no more than once a turn. No. Ooh. I, does that proc now? Uh, no, it's only when he... I wish, it. because that would be cool to okay. continue to pile so on extra he... damage through continue suplex. Yes. But hey, the next time you do it, he gets yeah. stunned. Yeah. Alright, faux turn now. Let's try and speed things along since it's almost eleven o'clock. <laughs> oh yeah. Also, you take two damage since the uh, thanks Even to counter. was removed. Counter. Uh, no, it, it's a status. Uh, well, it's a well, yeah. You, uh, it's not a, um, it's not a, 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 a negative status effect. He activated on his turn. The removal. The removal counts for. Certain stuff, yeah. Not right, because that. I was gonna it's say, a, how yeah, do you counter late. somebody counter only, picking uh, you up count- and then dropping you? Counter is just a state. Oh, yeah, counter is just a state. Like you get, explain you to get, me get, how yeah, how how does hit, he counter so he takes, the ground? So he takes it out on you. I, I need you to explain that to me because that is what's doing the damage here. I guess he. I guess he just kicked you as you okay. as he was falling. He kicked you also. Or you could take. Yeah, but then he would be stunned spikes. because he's Regardless, covered what with spikes happened. and can't get up from being shook into the ground. So this uh, this fellow is going to. So at the start of his turn, uh, at the start of his turn, since you managed to uh, cut him up, to cut him up, he's going to lose fortress because he's already way too far away for him to uh, really do anything. Uh, and then he's going to start doing his stuff. Um, let's see with... Um, maybe he's going to tr- try and get back to where he is. Uh, and to where he was to help his friend. Uh, let's see. Is anyone within range two of him? No, it's too, that's just barely out of range. Foe in range two shoved. Uh, overpower all foes adjacent to the attack target take fray. Uh huh. All allies in range may rush one toward this character. Bloodied allies rush this way gain key vigor. Okay, so he doesn't really have too much. He, bless you. So he's going to. He's gonna make a. He's gonna go with a hook with a combo here. He's gonna start with. Over with a uh, hook spear on you. He's gonna make you. He's gonna do that to make you slashed, and then he's going to. Oh my god! He's gonna overpower you by making an attack. So okay. Ooh, unfortunately, I think that hits you. Really? A yeah, six? Yeah, because um, you guys. Yeah, his defense is six. 
Then uh, now my defense is five. Regardless. Although you do have armor too, yes. thankfully. Yeah. So that's gonna do uh, I believe D one D six plus Ray plus plus two. Yeah. So you take four damage from that. But reduce to reduce two. Reduce to two. Alright. And so that's gonna be his turn. Unfortunately, he can't really do much else. He's gonna try to move around you, but you can probably attack him with one of your vigilance things. I have vigilance. Yeah, you're a stalwart. Uh, attack of opportunity. Yeah, this then. is what a this is what the uh, the thing for attack of opportunities is. Is it's only um it's reserved only to stalwarts. Okay. Okay. Uh, you. So what do you do for an attack of opportunity? Any number of char- uh, uh, cha- uh, vigilance charges stack. Uh, what does regeneration do? Uh, regeneration. Uh, it gives you vigor, but you can't use that since you're shattered. We need to get yes. rid of the condition. Uh, at the end of your, also because you ended your turn, you could uh, roll a one d twenty. Oh, to save yeah. for that. Oh, okay. So let me roll then. Fifteen. You got it. Clear the, you clear um, the, the condition. Okay, so that means you could start healing yes, then? Yes, this means you could start re, re, uh, recovering. But oh, but because you you did it so at the, the re- end of because you did it at the end of your turn, it would only come back at, at the end of your next turn. Yeah, next time. Yeah. So what do you do for the attack of opportunity he gets? Uh, special effect with X charges represented by a pool of D sixes. Uh, like triggered effects, vigilance can only be used once per trigger. Uh, character can spend any number of charges, rolling a d6 per charge, and picking the highest result. An ally in range 2 is damaged by a foe's ability, reduced to damage by the amount rolled as if by armor, and when a foe breaks adjacency with you for any reason, deal the amount rolled as damage to them. So he's going to attempt to break adjacency to you. I'm not going to waste it. You're no. not? Alright, so he breaks adjacency okay. to join back on We'll go join back up with this guy. You should you should have done that. Fine, I'll I'll do it then. I guess I don't know. All right, so uh, roll two d six if you want, or one d six. I'll I'll roll. I'll use both charges, I guess. All right, two d six. Five and a three. Eight, eight damage. Nice. So how much damage have you been doing to this guy? Um, you dealt eight. Uh, I think Rex dealt one damage to him. You dealt six. You dealt uh, 10, ten damage, mm-hmm. and then that got reduced by two, and then another six, so that got reduced by uh, by two again. So you you so far have dealt thirteen damage to this guy, and then one on top of this, you get uh, eight more reduced by two, so six. I'm planning on breaking up my big attack for the next action. Same. All right, he's pretty. He's pretty war for wary. He's bloodied right now. Okay, that means he's at half yes. health. And that means it's you guys' turn. I am. Time. You mind if I take the next one? Go right ahead. Okay, I am going to spend. I'm ether four now. I'm going to spend two actions for uh, by not by frost. Uh, no thong. No thong. And I'm going to in. And I'm going to infuse three for Graham. All right. Range two, arc four. So first I am going to teleport 
right. Uh, yeah, I'm going to teleport here first. Where are you going? Oh, there. Yep. And and I spend an a Odin Force charge to deal one damage to uh to the healing fucker. All right. One damage and one more damage to the and grafter. Then... So two. So far he's been hit for five damage. And now the big coup de gras attack of I, I have to roll this and uh, please hit This is on both of them, by the way. So Ether goes from one to two. Nice. I spent three of it on uh, melee attack. Roll. Roll me, boy. Please. Oh, Seven. you actually hit the you Aww. hit the tomb guard. Actually, do you hit the do you hit the okay. other one too? Ah, oh, just I hit no, both you barely of them. don't. Oh, do you, do you have like a plus one? It's it's rain. It's um, it's arc four. No, but you do you does the attack so, roll meet both of them? Do you roll actually? Do you roll that separately? Is the question. I think you actually roll accuracy twice for each character, uh, once for each character. Let's say that the first one was for okay. the uh, heavy, which you definitely hit. Okay. Okay. Oh, Ooh. fungus. Okay, so I hit one and miss the other. Oh, I'll so take yeah, it. You deal. So for fray. the one I miss, I deal my fray damage of three. Which is four. And uh, thanks to vulnerable. Oh yeah, because yep. And for the other one, it's two d plus fray, so d two d eight. Actually, is it is it just fray on the one you missed? Because I re- I remember uh, the uh, big attacks letting you hit for two. Well, we'll get to there in a mo- we'll get to there in a moment because of the infuse okay. effect. Okay. Uh, th- then the next step of this. Uh, so from the nine, he takes a uh, twelve damage. All right. So the uh, the white tomb guard takes twelve damage. Is that piercing? Uh, not yet. There is piercing damage involved at some point in this attack. All right. Attack. So that's uh ten. So that's reduced. So that's uh, inc- oh, that's increased to um, that's reduced to seven, but still a pretty considerable amount of damage. Okay. And uh, for the next step, uh, another teleport one. And another one uh, piercing damage from the lightning effect from Odin Force, bring me down to mm-hmm. one. And then, uh, and then another one piercing damage from the Nothung attack itself, again to your target once per foe or ally adjacent to them, okay. up to a max of four times. So you've uh, attacked. So who are these piercing damages being directed at? Uh, it's all being directed to the healer. If all right, possible. so he's already uh, taken five. So he's already taken five up to the, the time where you where you did the thing. So uh, that would be how much more? Five plus uh, one, two, three. One of those is piercing. Sorry, all of them are piercing actually because of Odin Force. So yeah, you deal eight piercing damage to him. And then for the final step of this ability. Okay. Oh, actually, I I changed where I teleported to. Sorry, that's, that's okay. okay. I'm going to change that to uh-huh. here. And then to the next step of Graham. After the Bodio resolves, release a burst two self-flurry of flashes, dealing one piercing damage twice to all foes. Okay. So you deal an additional uh, two piercing damage to... Uh, the healer and the tank. Yep. 
And then I still have my move action. I'm going to run the fuck away because I'm about to explode. <laughs> Excellent. One. And I believe two. the healer... I'm just going to just gonna move three to here. I guess he gets two vigor because this guy is going to sacrifice two. Uh, and end his, and uh, at the end of this uh, aura, thanks to being in the same aura. Uh, regardless, here comes the, uh, the chain wraith. The pain. The pain wraith. Here it comes. Wait, uh, the, the thing triggers and bombs yes, me, doesn't uh, it? But you don't have any um, any uh, any person adjacent to you, so you clear it. So it doesn't deal anything. Oh. Okay, I'm fine. I disarmed the bomb. Ah! Ah! Swipe it off my chest. Yes. Oh, it's a good thing I don't have boobs right yeah. now. Those are out of season. All right. The out of season. All right, so we're gonna go ahead. Uh, the chain rate's gonna come in. Uh, I believe who's taking a lot of damage. That one's uh, you know, Alatos taking a lot of damage. I'll probably lay off him. Uh, I'll probably deal damage. Choose to deal damage to uh, Mister uh, to Mister Korak. Uh, how far you do that? I quit. And range. This is just far enough. So, for the first action of... I will not... I haven't taken any damage yet. This I know. That's that's coming later. Don't worry. Okay. Uh, your time will your come. Time, no one will be spared. Your time will come, in fact. I have um, came. Oh, Ether... Oh, Ether, Ether, and uh, Odin Force are now three after the end of my turn. So, first of all, um, li- uh, I will target this space here. With Soul Spark. Uh, it's a summon. Creates a Soul Spark summon in a free space in range. Round three plus two sparks. So it's not it's not round three, so you don't get two sparks. Uh, but the soul, soul Spark is a summon, size one. It's intangible. And foes, adja- foes adjacent to Soul Sparks are vulnerable plus, which means that, and plus means that it doesn't end. Uh, you can't save against it. It only ends when you uh, cease being adjacent to it. That's that's what okay. plus typically means when a status comes in. Like you need to clear it. Also, I forgot to roll. Forgot to roll my save. Let me do All right, that. You clear now. it. You clear. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm no longer heartbroken. You're no longer heartbroken. I can now love again. Yeah. You can now love again. And so can and so can life and I could finally listen to monster mates. I wanna know what the <laughs> Alright, so I wanna know what crab girl No you don't. Oh goodness. And you actually don't, man. Yes you do. We did the All damage on dealt that one. to them become and oh, all good. damage dealt to them becomes piercing and an arrow effect. If a foe ends their turn adjacent to a spark, it releases a small blast pulse centered on it, dealing one piercing damage. Uh twice to all foes. Uh, and yep, that seems to be a good spot to be in. And then unstable charge on Lythander as well. So, uh... Alrighty, so I'm oh no, I to... reached him from a whole campaign away. You see. You see, if you're doing that to me, love, you better be careful. I'm going to cast uh, Obsidian Butterflies. Or not Lythander, I forgot about that. Uh, Zephyr! Zephyr. I'm too used to the names. But go ahead. Uh, Alatos, it's you. 
It's me! Alright, so quick verifying question. Yes. Um, would... Uh, that no. is 10, 11, 12, Does... 13. That is uh, 13 successes for hitting. Nice. nice. So does this count as range three by chance? Yes. Okay. No, correct. Don't don't waste rolls like that in a system where it doesn't matter. <laughs> right. In that Go case, on. I'm going at to. At the end of the at the end of the two. fourth round, all you have to do to win is just stand on this on this center spot. By the way. Really? Oh. Oh. Okay. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Not every not every battle has hit them until they stop they fall down. There are alt victory yes. conditions. Oh. Well, anyways, this is definitely not I'm a, going this to. This is you. definitely not something I just I just pulled out of my ass to to make sure that you guys get to bed on time. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, it makes sense. He did say it take took time to warm up. It's diegetically makes sense this this time. I'm going to use my big special ability, astral chain. I, I recognize the name of this thing. Uh, let's see. You you conjure a bad Ava plot. Oh no, astral chain. Yes, astral chain, which costs two actions. Two action. It would have been. It would have been good if the switch could run it. Imagine oh, if the switch right. actually could um, run games. All right, move it in. If only. All right, you have. So a, would I be rolling? You get plus one boon, and it's also unerring, so you don't. Uh... Let me actually check. Okay. I was about to say the what. Switch can run. What the switch can run games if they're first party or monolith soft. It can't run Mario uh, Odyssey well. Yeah. I have not played Mario Odyssey, so I cannot give an opinion on something Ignores like that. Ignores cover and aether wall, which means okay. that it, yeah, if you hit it with uh, if you hit the uh, chain wraith with it, it would not have resistance. Good to know. Um, all right, let's see. So let me. Okay, so with with a with one boon, yeah. Yeah. And actually, D20 hold on. Plus let me. Let me look at something real quick. And then yeah. with my freelancer traits, specifically trigam uh trigam uh trigrammaton? I think it's called. Let me Your abilities used against foes at exactly three range gain plus one boon on attack rolls and on airing. Trigrammaton. Ooh. Trigrammaton. Yes. Thank you. So you get plus two Goodness. D's. Bonus damage means you get another damage. Yeah, dice. you get yes. you roll. Two D's. You roll two D's and take the highest. Okay. Uh, Much like the Diadact, they're immune to being shot by one gun, so you have to shoot them with two guns. <laughs> All right. Uh, so go ahead. So for this roll, so roll two D twenty. So you get one D twenty plus one D twenty plus two D six. Two thanks to uh, okay. the the thing you set up last turn. Right. Yes. Thanks to trick shot. Trick shot. All right. And please, 14. All right. Ooh. Not bad, and especially considering, uh, actually, not a, it's not a 14. I think it's, um, yeah, let's call it that. It's fine. So, yeah, you, you, I think you hit it. Yes. And then, let's see, 2d20, plus, or I'm sorry, 2d10, plus Frey, which is... Two, mm-hmm. if I'm remembering correctly. Two yes. plus fray. Oh, yeah, it's actually, uh, sorry, not 2d10 plus fray. Since it deals bonus damage, it's 4d10 keep highest two plus fray. 
Ooh. Okay, hold on. So four D ten, keep the highest two, and then plus fray. Yes. yes. Okay. Thank you. Slash roll. That that's a very effective gun. Excellent. Right, you so, deal. Okay. Twenty. No. Uh, that you didn't. Uh, seven and six is thirteen plus two. Fifteen, 15 damage. Last turn. Goodness. Last sakes. turn. Let me remember what how much damage you did last turn. It was uh. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was uh eight damage last turn. So it has taken already yes. taken eight damage, and now it's taken fifteen. So. And now the enemy is marked. And he is also bloodied. Yes, he is. And I do, like, do I do bonus damage to enemies who are bloodied? Let me see. Yes, Finesse, you deal bonus damage to bloodied foes. Ooh. Maybe you should take the next turn in this new round, then. Ooh, he is. Finish he is it off. close and close and close to death. And also with the funny thing with Marked, let me see here. He's also marked. Your What's the mark? Uh, your attack target is marked at the start of your turn. If they are in three range, they take two unerring damage as a bolt of celestial lightning shoots between you. If they are at exactly th range three, deal two damage again, or deal two damage again. Man, this is wild. Alatos having anything to do with celestial awesome. magic? I know, right? What wild times we live in. All right. Is that your Shadow turn? Heart must have really that will be my turn. Down bad there. All right. So the twin soul is going to come in and try to deal damage to uh, Rex here. You little kid, no. Hey. Uh, can I use the free action of Klingon Cuss to teleport two spaces? Sure. Actually, let me check if this. Uh, did I actually roll for him to see if he cleared blinded? Um, I did. Uh, I rolled a one d ten, not a one d twenty. So let's roll for him. I forgot to roll for him. No, he doesn't clear blinded. So go ahead. If I move away too, then he can't fucking hit me. Then he can he. He may be able to hit you with something else. Not this. Not his big okay, his big uh, two action attack. Okay, let's just move here then. All right. You do manage to move there, inadvertently putting you in the range of the grafter, but whatever. Don't worry about it. Uh, so, yeah, Twin Soul comes in, uh, he sees you, and then he's going to try and attack you with, um, re he's going to go with, uh, reality, uh, he's going to go with reality flicker. That sounds bad. And yeah, he's going to use that to uh, teleport. I do the first combat enemies. Why are they so scary? Uh, because combat enemies are scary. Uh, well then. That's fair. Uh, and yeah, reality flicker. He teleports three spaces. Ends up adjacent to you. Then he's going to hit you with blood feed. So one, I one see. action attack. 1d20 plus 1d6 because it has a boon. That's a 16, so I think that hits. It's going to hit you with a d10 plus fray, which is 2, I believe. I'm going to do an interrupt of Aether Deflection. Effect, gain resistance against damage from that attack. Alright, is there a, a cost? I can only use it once per combat, but unless I spend 2 Aether at any time to recharge it. Okay. It's interrupted. Oh yeah, one. right, because you're, you're a wizard. A wizard. A, a lightning yes. wizard. Okay. 
And you interrupt said one triggers. You're talking about an ability. Of one of this interrupt per combat, blah, 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 any time to regain it. Alright, cool. So, you gain resistance to it. You would have taken fucking ten damage from this, but you take only... Good call. But you tank only five. But that's not all. Okay. Uh, you also take two damage again because you're not adjacent to any allies. Uh-oh. To a total. Uh, does that also does that also count against no, pathing? No, it's from the attack. You, you two, you uh, it's from effect damage, not the attack. Okay, so I'm at twenty five yes. now. Then all right. Another twin soul is right next to you. That's the end of its turn. Uh, and I believe that the only one left to go is the grafter. So the grafter is just gonna. Hmm, let's see. Uh, yeah, let's move move in and do some uh, cool stuff. I guess at the start of its turn, it's gonna drop the stance also because it's not really it's not really helping it survive as much as it's just making things difficult for uh, itself. Oh, by the way, when I teleported, I'll spend a charge of the Odin Force to zap the guy who just attacked nice. me. Nice. Right, so he takes for one piercing. All right, he's actually pretty close to dying at this stage. Uh, all right. <laughs> this is stupid. Uh, but let's do it. I want you to. I want you to see this. Two actions. Unholy. Uh oh. Range five. A medium blast. Let's see if there's uh, more than one guy. Actually, there's not. But uh, you know what? Let's not actually attack. That's fine. Mark. Uh, let's just take the time to not attack instead. Black Communion, uh, range 5, line 4, area effect, uh, range 5, line 4. So uh, I believe it would be range 5, and then I guess it'll just line 4, you, and 4, Black Communion. Foes take 2 damage, allies gain 2 vigor. Then create a difficult terrain effect space of grasping dead hands underneath every foe in the area. But if you can recall... You ate a meat. We ignore. ate a meal that ignores it. Very good food. Very yeah. good food. And anyway, I teleport, so I don't think that matters yes. for me. But still, while inside a grasping hand space, foes are sealed plus and cannot gain vigor. So yeah, the twin soul gains an additional two vigor. And that's the that's the uh, first turn, first action. Then the second action, he's going to go with uh, mark. He's going to mark, um, I guess he's going to mark uh, Alatos, since, uh, or uh, Andrealtos, since he's within range six. While Mark, oh, that's with great. fear. A hand reaches through your computer. With <laughs> fear. Mark a foe in range six. While marked, that foe deals half damage unless adjacent to an ally. If they end their turn adjacent to an ally, they can see, save to clear this mark. Oh. All right, and that's the end, of, and that uh, they're gonna move over closer to this uh, tomb guard, and then gonna try and save for from vulnerable. They managed to save from vulnerable. All right, and that's the end of its turn. Top of the new round, it's uh, players I didn't go move last round. Mm. You did not. Jeez, that was round three, right? I only had two actions, that so was it's round two. my yeah. turn. That was round three. Start of new round. Yeah, it is your turn but before the new one. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, uh, what did you say about what was the alternate win condition being on the platform? Did you not? Wait, did you not start the round? You started it by doing a great suplex, remember? 
Your Arnold suplex. Yeah, you did. You did start. Yeah. Now this is round two. Yeah, that is. Yeah. Oh. Now we're in. Oh, I thought you said we were. I thought you said end of round three. That's what I was like. Wait, what? No, this is the end. By the end of round four is. I I did say end of round, not end of round three. I said end of round. Okay, my bad on that. As in end of round two. We are now. We are now officially in round three. All right. Go for it. Who wants to go? We should probably get that alternative win condition. This is true. Um, I can go ahead and take the first round. I have a lot of chip damage I could do through blitz to these guys. Okay. Yes. Move in. Okay, Aether is now uh Aether is now four and Odin Force is now well Odin Force is uh two right now, so give me a moment to think of uh the best possible targets to to fuck with. This whole attack has All pierced, right. by the way. So I'm going... First step, teleport one. Okay, cool. Uh, this guy takes one damage. The guy I just left. Okay, pierces, but doesn't break through his vigor. Then uh, teleport one again. Uh-huh. And I'm gonna deal... The fucking tank is gonna take another pier, a pierce damage. Okay. And then I'll spend an Odin Force charge and deal another... Uh, another piercing damage to him as well. Okay. Then I'm gonna try and... Do you think I should just try and finish off the tank, guys? Whatever you feel like. Yeah, I'm gonna try and finish off this tank, since he seems pretty beat up and bloodied anyway. Right. Okay, so I'll target the central attack to him. That's... Mm. Nope, that's still a fucking miss. No! Although, he still deals one damage on a miss. This is true. One piercing. And I'm gonna... In- and I'm going to infuse... He also becomes uh, vulnerable. Right. And I'm going to infuse three to Grand Blitz to repeat the first effect. Okay. So the teleport one damage, teleport one damage. I right, do it. In this case, uh, teleport one damage to the tank. He takes two. Uh, yep, and I'm spending the last charge of Odin Force to cause that to take another damage. He takes another two. Alright, so with a... I teleport... He, wait, nope, there's one more. Alright, so another another to the tank. Yes, so another let me to the show, tank. So let me remind you, he just dealt... Uh, let's see here. Um, seven damage on a miss. And that's that's only one that's action. one action. Yes. Uh, by the way, have you been keeping track of your uh, Odin Force? Uh... Yes, I have. It just ran okay, out. Good. So the stance just ended. Uh, trying to think if, uh, you know what? Yeah, it's going to be a good idea. I am going to create a Bifrost. Ooh, Bifrost. Sweep your blade to cut a Lion 3 Crackling Lightning, dealing piercing damage to all characters. Uh, Lion 3 has to originate yes, from me, right? unless specified. Okay, I am going to, yeah, I'm going to just make a Lion 3 out. Here to here to here. Uh huh. So you uh, only hit the. He takes another two piercing three. damage. A up three, and the arch remains in the air. Me or an ally can enter any space or into or adjacent to the area. Grab it as a free action to immediately teleport to any other free space in or adjacent to the area. Okay. So we could use this. A- so Zephyr could use this as his escape valve once he's done styling on them to get into the safety circle. Yes. 
Yeah, at the end of your turn, like at the end of your turn, if you don't, if you want to move an extra bit, you can move directly to. And him. I still have a movement. I still have a movement action, so I'm gonna move. Awesome. One, two, three, four. Running away from everyone because oh god, it's scary, and I get resistance to all the ranged attacks. Awesome. And that's my turn. Great stuff. And now the boys will go. Uh, the... Let me go ahead and draw the line. So the uh, the grafter is gonna is uh, gonna try and move in, and then he's gonna do unholy. Uh, oh no! Get resistance to that, thankfully. Actually, uh, actually, if I, it, it's fine if he doesn't do unholy. He's gonna do the uh, diaga on. He's gonna do diaga on the white tomb guard, curing it for four, and then. He can save against all status effects currently affecting him. Which he does save against all status effects. Except bloodied, because he's bloodied. He's no longer slashed, he's Unfortunate. no longer slashed, no longer vulnerable. And then he's also going to uh, apply fear on Zephyr. Is there any way to just flat out ignore... Uh, you can end your turn, you can... Place yourself adjacent to another character, to to an allied character. Is that all the enemy action? That's all the enemy action. All right. All right, who wants to go next? Nice, go. I suppose I will go next. Uh, Reminder, you're also marked by this effect, uh, Alatos. Oh, goodness, lovely. All right. So I will move into the to the pretty safe zone. Mm-hmm. I'll move three right here. Are you gonna put yourself adjacent to a boy? Yeah, specifically uh, right next to Mantrax. Awesome. Um, let's see. What do I want to do for an action? You can use your big attack. Uh, I mean, that's a range three. They're out of range four. Yeah, that's a range four. The tomb guard's at range three, and so is the grafter. That's some. That's impressive. Uh, sure. I will do my big astral chain on the uh on the healer. All right, hit him. All right. Defense is eight. Come on, please. Please be kind and full of grace. Mamma mia. You got 19. It. Nice. All right, you got it. 2 and 2d10 plus let's see. D or 2d10 plus 2. And with the trait astral shot or aether shot, any attacks you make on rounds 3 and 6 deal bonus damage and trigger all exceed effects hit or miss. So you get All right, nice. So, let's see. So of this uh 2d10 if i can do that correctly 2d10 plus so 2d so 4d10 keep highest two okay so like um let me see if i can 4d10 keep highest two it would be like it would be like that which holy Uh, shit a 20 huh and then bop it's okay guys we're in the home stretch we're almost done seven and seven ten nineteen Plus two, so there we go. All right, that deals a great big fat chunk of damage. That is reduced. It is reduced by two by the uh, white tomb guard's armor thing, but it mm-hmm. is still seventeen yeah. damage to this otherwise very very bloodied boy. Which 
Yeah. I'm amazed none of these guys are dead yet. They're very yes. tanky. Indeed. Yes, that's true. Which is why we're, we should get in the thing so we can get the alternative win condition because we have been at yes. this for three and a half hours. This is true. It's a good thing the arch is there. Yes. All right, and that will be the end of my turn. All right, but did you trigger your uh, your things, though? Yes, the mark. And I've also uh, caused the uh, exceed where I may fly four. All right, Ooh. so will you? Uh, probably not. I don't know where I would fly to. Oh, the, also uh... save. Make a save. Oh, yes, a save. You're at your end. Um... So much for you being a flightless bird. Yep. Uh, Mainly because you're... So I just... Yeah, yeah. What do I roll exactly? A d20. Just one d20? Yeah. Okay. You can... All right, well, you clear the mark. Yay, I'm no longer marked. Awesome. All right, next up is the boys. Um... Let's see here. Chain Wraith is back in action, baby. Actually, I'm not going to put the Chain Wraith. I'm going to make it so uh, the White Tomb Guard goes first. One, two, three, four. And then he's going to... Actually, he's going to hit you with a spear, which will shove you one space toward him. And make you, uh, yeah, he's gonna shove you one space to hook spear, shoves you one space toward him, and then it makes you slashed. Which isn't very relevant right now, but whatever. Uh, and then he's going to use, um, overpower again. Uh, which, uh, let's see, it hits true strike, so it ignores dodge. Which I, oh, you little kid. Which I believe All it right. does matter here. And for unfortunate, but you still take fray. And as an effect, uh, all foes adjacent to the attack target take fray. So his fray is four. Okay. So you both take. So you and Mantrax take Ow. four damage. And am I within two of him though? You are within two of him. Within two of uh, the attack right, target. So diagonal do still does count, just not for yeah. movement then. All right, so I take. Four, so that puts me to 19. I am at 13 health. <laughs> All right. That's the end of the white tomb guard's turn. Matt, Zafir, kick they fucking ass. Uh, question. Is the uh, thing moving up at all? Or not yet? What do you mean? The elevator. Uh, the, the elevator? elevator? It's round three, my dude. Next. It's going to round, soon, though. Round four. That's what happens. So, we no, the, the, the only reason why I say that is because I have an ability that, if that depends on, on, uh, height. It's moving down. It's moving down. Oh! So it's moving slightly down every turn. Oh, it's Alright, so it's moving down. down every turn, so I can jump on there, I guess. Okay. Yes. You would... You could use the yeah. teleport arc too if you want to you, attack and yeah. You would have had you would have um you you would be coming in from a high ele elevation if you hit anything from there. Okay. Oh, that would be useful. Uh, for your ability, let me pull up your sheets from the great leap. Yeah, when you would end any movement on a lower elevation than you started, you may gain flying for the duration of that movement. And also pulverize too. It deals bonus damage. Yes. In case you want to attack the lad who's in the pit mm -hmm. with us. 
You probably should. True enough. Okay. Oh, it's not my turn yet, so... Oh, it is? It is your turn. I thought you said no, the, it is. the uh, rest of the uh, enemy's turn. My bad. No, it is you. No, no, it's you. Go ahead. Uh, Alatos and uh, Rex. Uh, I am going to uh, Valkyrie into him. Alright, so you actually managed to put yourself adjacent to Alatos, so the mark does not apply to you. Yay. Move in. Also, uh, roll I missed. Go ahead. Alright, that's oh, still... Really? No, that still hits. Yeah, because the, the, the fucking heavies have a six defense. Why is that a D20 system, then, if everything's going to hit? No, we've missed yeah, a we've couple, missed times. A couple yeah, times, dog. So, uh, yeah. that's going to be D6 uh, plus right, Frey, so, you, you, so you roll that with, uh, 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 roll that again? Roll the D- 1D20 again? Oh yeah, because you have bonus damage. Yeah, from no, this. the D six, not the bo- not the two. All right, so six. Uh, reduced by armor, unfortunately, we'll put that down to a four, which clears the which clears the vigor, but not it doesn't pierce through the defense. Uh, wait, doesn't the bonus damage do something? Yeah, here? It, it allowed him to roll. He attacked it, me. Uh, allowed him to roll two d six and keep the highest one. That's what the bonus damage. Is. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, that's what bonus damage is in the system. You, s- you have another action yes. though, and the target is weakened also, so you can, uh, at the very least, get that. You could just basic attack him you again. Could. You know, it's funnier. I'm going to declare overhead it. He's still going to be here, so well, I'm going to mass overhead him so. and get him down even further in this pit. Cool. That's yeah. fair. Just have a man glued to the elevator as we resume downward. Awesome. So does combat end with this next thing, though? Uh, let's see. Yeah, there's more of you on the pit than there are uh, guys of the enemy team. So we're going to take the turns of the other... We're going to take the turns of the other two. Uh, so before the... Uh, and the elevator... So the elevator goes down without consequence. You win. Oh. All right. We took some beefy HP damage, but we recovered 25% of our health at, at the end of each combat. Okay. Yeah. So I recover from uh, 19 to 27. Yes. Sorry, 28. Oh no, twenty-seven actually. Yes. Eight. Quarter. Of okay, health. so I I take seven. I back. get. Uh huh. I get ten back, that which means, means I have twenty health. Max HP. Forty. Let's go. Shit, nice. Yippee. I am mostly full. Awesome. So. So do we want to have a brief dialogue and end things so there? So here's where we're gonna end it. Pablo leads okay. you down into this large elevator. You manage to leave the most most of the trouble behind you. At the edge of this, of what is essentially a um, like this basement floor, you find Pablo's treasure, or not necessarily Pablo's treasure, but his uh, his keepsake, a compass. At this uh, strange, like contraption is uh, pieced together very so slightly. There's not a lot of 
you know, there's not a lot of pieces of it left, but it does still seem to function as it points towards somewhere. This, uh, as it glows, you can see a faint green line stretch toward the rest of this cavern. You find, uh, it's, it's, you find that it's not necessarily pointing somewhere you can see. You, you suspect its target is somewhere within the, the uh, now invisible horizon. This may be where you might find. This may be leading to uh, a clue of where to find Pablo's treasure. And that's the end of the session. Thank you for listening to Ruin Runners. We here at Action Economy are proud to bring you this and other ongoing content, like Fate Breakers, our Exalted Essence ongoing actual play, and our first completed mini-campaign, our JoJo Tomb of the Red Giant. Actual plays live and die by word of mouth, so if you enjoyed what you heard here, drop us a like, follow, repost us on whatever social media app of your choice you like using. And keep your eyes peeled for more Ruin Runners, hopefully every two or so weeks. Catch you then.